4: Hey, it's Jeremy Piven here. Happy birthday, Riz. I'm really, really glad that you were born. Uh, the very few people that can be that successful and yet be viciously mediocre. So well done, sir.
3: The Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at NinjaBling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised.
0: Rizzuto. Uh, Rizzuto. Verudo?
1: Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey. Oh. Well, I could tell it's opening day. Yeah, that was an I can already day. tell hey is right there. I could tell with that <laughs> with that Hay-Riz right there it's opening huh? day. Everybody's down at the uh the old enterprise center, huh? Yeah. All the TV Who's stations everybody? Well, the TV <laughs> stations were gone.
5: Oh. i to saying we got one TV station
1: out here. It's not like a sure. picture in picture. Listen, I see Fox 2s down there. I'm sure KSDK is down there. I'm sure KMOV is down there. They have their reporters in hockey jerseys. Yep. I'm sorry, hockey sweaters.
6: Our neighbor Doug is down there.
2: Great news. Scott, why are you here? I'll head out. <laughs> what sorry. the hell was that? Are you getting the stupidity out of the way early? As that what that
5: is? <laughs> Look, all the, all the television personalities are down at oh, the Doug. Enterprise Center. And oh, there's Scott Doug. goes, I ate
2: Wheaties.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Uh, Doug's down there. Great. Good for Doug, whoever that is, your neighbor. And I'm sure all the television personalities with their with their blues jerseys on. Oh, yeah. With you
5: know, Fox 2's down there and their jersey numbers two on the back. Of course.
1: KSDK is number five. Yeah. Campbell B is number four.
5: KSDK, it's the jersey is five, and the name on the back is on your side.
2: I have one of those. I have a Cardinals one that's like 105.7. Somebody made it and gave it to me, and now I have not worn its ends.
1: Channel 11's down there. Their number is uh, 69 because it's funny.
2: <laughs> See, Okay, so a jersey like that. So, Channel so, 30's not there. They still thought that they moved to Saskatoon.
5: So so a jersey like that, somebody gives it to you, a Cardinals, a Blues jersey that says 105.7, and it has your name on the back or whatever. You can only blanket statement. I will never wear it. Right. I'm. I'm saying you can wear that, but only at the game during a station sanctioned event. Like if you're there for you like them, Battle really? at Bush, I think you could wear that. But if you just wear that, like you just wear like that I'm jersey going to a Cardinals because you're going to a Cardinals game, game with my family.
6: Yeah, you can't
5: wear
1: that, mm. man.
6: You can wear it at other station events. Doesn't have to be a cardinal. Okay, station I agree with that event. too. Other station
1: events. Yes. Yeah, other station. That's a radio station T-shirt at yes. that point. It's yes. not a. Right. It's not a cardinal. It's a work, jersey. It's a
6: really nice work uniform. It's yes. a work shirt <laughs> yes. at that
1: point. I I
5: agree with that. But I just remember like, and, and 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 I love this guy to death. But like we were sitting there, and he would come into the office, or I would see him out, like not at, see him at Schnook's on a Sunday doing grocery shopping, and there he was his Cardinals jersey, and on the back it said, Rockin' Ricky. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I know exactly dude, who you're talking on, about. Man.
2: I'm like, I love you, man. I love you so shirt, much. Right? Yeah, was, it was yeah. the jersey. I'm like, I, I, I love you at, so much. I saw dude, him at spring training man. wearing that. I saw him at spring training wearing that years ago, back when he had long-ass ponytails. See, and, see,
5: and that's like, almost <laughs> acceptable, though. Like, that's, I, I'll give it to you, because you're at the, at the game. As probably, a, that, as a radio station for the radio station. But, like, this was a Sunday at his schnooks in February. Would you get a
1: personalized jersey?
5: Uh, I did when I was a kid, like as a, as a kid kid, but today I wouldn't.
1: No, I wouldn't. So not, you either. go to the Cardinal store, you go to the Blue store, and you could get a customized, you know, jersey that says Patrico on the back.
5: Okay, I will. I'm full, full, you know, disclosure, disclosure here guard. is I have softball jerseys that have my name on the number on the back that I don't wear, that I wear other than going to
1: softball. Yeah, yeah but I'm talking about the same about a thing? Thing. A blues, jersey, first. a Blues jersey. A no. Patrico has never... Strapped on the skates. Yeah,
5: no. So if you think about it like this, so they gave— In they, any respect. Not on when, his feet.
1: In like, any respect. When I got
5: hired by the Blues, they gave me three jerseys, and they asked me, we're going to put your name and, and number on the back, or we're going to put Hype Man or do P- whatever on the back, and uh, they go, do you want to do that? And I was like, nah, it's cool. Just leave it blank. I'm cool you know with what that. You
2: know what you could have put on there? I know. That one guy. Oh, that's No, that's already been done. That's oh, a, oh. What if—you what if, know what one, I should have oh, put on there? That one I other put, guy. I should
5: have put that other guy. <laughs> Or I should have just put, not that guy.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> that's even better. Not just put that this guy.
6: guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, on the back, I should have just put that guy right here. I wouldn't do a Cardinals or Blues one, but I have a Manchester United one or two.
1: With, you, with uh, the uh, Valjean on the back?
6: Yeah.
5: Well,
1: well, that's cool. I mean, he did play for me yeah. and you. So. Well, no, mm-hmm. a little while.
6: Yeah, one was um, like the old English spelling uh, of of my family name. I
1: love that beer. Old English, and it was <laughs> <Old
6: English>. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, uh, it, was, so it, was it was a goalie jersey, and I didn't want that particular goalie jersey. Um, and I was in England. I I didn't I didn't order it. I had it done at Old Trafford in England. That's
5: still you ordering it, though. I mean, yeah. that's still you well, getting no, no. it done personally. Well, yeah, but
6: I'm saying like the, the, over there they have these giant personalized shops, and that's like it's it's a bigger it's a it's just a different it's a somewhat different thing. So I nope. had no I, well, okay, <laughs> you you can have all the qualms you want. I got no issues with it. I really like the jersey. I got that one. And then I have a Valjean one from uh, the U.S. Uh, uh, team, but that was made for me by the kit guy that makes their jerseys. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't mind wearing that one out either. I, I don't care. It was uh-huh. also during the switch uh, for the for the number 10, so it wasn't like I was stepping on Donovan or, or... See,
1: if I were to get an English soccer jersey, I would have the back say, Governor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's G U V A. Nah, governor. Governor. I,
5: I know. I know. It seems like we make uh, everything into a punishment. But how funny would that be if a, a real or fake punishment is for a month? Every piece of article of clothing that you
1: wear has to have your name, like just plastered <laughs> all over it.
5: Like, hey, what's up? I'm
1: Riz. I have a lot of things with my name on it already. Well, of course you do. You <laughs> jerk. Get out Jeff's here. wearing my hat. <laughs> he is. Yeah, but you're saying Jersey that's not
5: your hat. You're saying jersey style. I'm saying, yeah, like name and number on the back. Like, like that's hey. That's pretty awesome. Like, hey, like, I'm wearing a polo shirt that's got my name and number on the back.
1: <laughs> Every article of clothing.
5: Yeah.
6: Every one of
5: them. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah, and we have, it has to be 69, the number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like, you, literally, you literally have a button down shirt on, like a button down, nice. Dress shirt. That's the guy that says Patrico and 69
1: on the back. Yeah, you could get iron-ons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's easy. Those are do. easy. That's hilarious, Those are easy. Uh, we got a uh, busy day today. Uh, John Patrico is here for the Craigslist Freak yeah. of the Week on. Yeah. Three brand new ads for you. I know you showed him the ads yesterday. Mm-hmm. What were his thoughts?
5: Um, <laughs> my favorite is when he's so desensitized to him, and I show him, and he goes, this is anybody's game. i tell you what. After last week, this one seems tame. And then I broke down the ads for him, and he looks at me and he goes, Okay,
1: you're right. That's <laughs> okay. I'm like, Come on, man. All right, so three brand new ads for you. Craig's this freak of the week. So John Patrico's going to be here. And then at nine o'clock, he's an Emmy winner. I believe he's a two time Golden Globe winner. Jeremy Piven's going to be here.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Here in studio. Jeremy Piven, here. That's a big one, guys.
2: Have we ever had an Emmy winner? I was going to ask you, who's the most decorated that's been in here? This it? has
1: got to be it. Dustin. Yeah. Oh. I thought it was just Dustin, Dustin Hoffman. I Dustin Hoffman,
2: yeah. Myself.
1: Obviously. I believe uh, Sinbad won a Cable Ace Award at some point. I'm not sure. <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> so, So here's something that's funny. So every time we have a guest in, I like to ask my parents, like, hey, do you know so-and-so? It's just kind of to see, like, kind of gauge not only where they are, but, like, you know, hey, do do our older audience know? I say Sinbad. My dad goes, yep, I know who that is. You know? Uh I say Josh Wolf, And my dad goes, ha? You know, he just doesn't know. It's out of his time. I said to my parents yesterday, we got Jeremy Piven coming on tomorrow. And my mom goes, ooh, from ER. I'm like, what? And I looked it up. He was on, like, three episodes of ER, and my mom remembered it. Really? Yeah. She knew that. Yeah. I mean, instantly. I'm like, wow. I forgot
1: that Jeremy Piven played George Costanza on Seinfeld when Seinfeld was doing the show. Oh yeah! yeah. Remember when Seinfeld, when Jerry and George pitched the show to NBC yep. and they got the pilot done? Jeremy Piven played George on the show in the show. That's great. Oh, it was.
5: It wasn't ER. It was Chicago Hope.
1: <laughs> Chicago
5: Hope.
6: I'm looking at him and his, his posture, and he's wearing the glasses.
1: Yeah. I forgot about that.
6: This is spectacular.
1: Because <laughs> Jeremy Piven has been in everything. You name it, he's been in it. I mean, before Entourage, I think the guy had 40 movies under his belt. He's, uh, you know, TV, he's movies, he's Broadway. And this whole thing with the stand up, this is his first time really doing a
2: stand up thing. That's crazy. That's crazy talent that after all these years you can go, ah, I'm going to go do some stand-up. Next mm-hmm. up radio. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Not here. Then a podcast. Not here.
5: And then professional volleyball player. Not
2: here. All
1: right. Let's get to uh, some of your emails. RizShow at 1057thepoint.com.
2: Jeff. Uh, this is from Mike. Uh, friend. He has a friend who also listens that has no air conditioner, no AC in his vehicle. Okay? Okay. Uh, Instead of getting it fixed, this is what he has done. He will buy a styrofoam cooler, put some ice packs in it, and then a fan that hooks up to his cigarette lighter and just... Then blow some cold air that you way. you got to be kidding me. This uh-uh. is not real. I've seen this in a bar. I've seen this? I've seen this happen in a bar. It was a bus tub full of ice, and they put a box fan in front of it and blew the air over the ice towards you because their A.C. got ruined in a lightning strike.
1: I, I saw this. Was this was down
2: at the Lake of the Ozarks. I was doing a live broadcast. And when was, was this,
1: 1930?
7: <laughs> degrees. I'm a seller, the great outdoors.
5: I saw this at a, uh, at a house in Edwardsville when we were in college, and the upstairs was an attic. That they converted Ooh. into a bedroom, Ooh, and there was no like nothing. I mean, obviously it was an attic, so there was nothing up there. And he would go and he'd buy back the not the bags, but the, it was a bag, but it was the block of uh-huh. ice. You know what I'm saying? The big square blocks of yeah. ice. And he would put that in a styrofoam cooler, and he created with PVC pipe. It would come out the top, and then he put a fan in front of it and turned it on, and it
1: was ice cold up there. I mean, that's incredibly Hoosier, but it works.
2: Oh, it was incredibly Hoosier. (laughs) Uh, Let me make it even more Hoosier for you. But this is his car. Yeah, this is his car, and he drives for Uber. You got to be kidding me with that. I'm I'm trying to tell him that it's pretty Hoosier, but is it? I need a Riz Show rule. Yeah. If you got into an Uber that had a fan blowing onto a cooler for AC, is that Hoosier? I would ask if the car is structurally sound. Do you have brakes?
1: What's his? I do a walk around. Yeah, what's (laughs) his? Are all the uh, the lights working? (laughs) Turn signals? Quick breathalyzer? I would I would sit down. I would go bloop, and I go,
5: what's that right there? My AC unit. I'm going to cancel the ride.
1: You know what this would be? <laughs> this I'm would be my me get in the car and go, ah, oh, man, you know this guy's going to want to talk to me.
6: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got styrofoam, styrofoam for your AC. He's expecting somebody to ask about, yeah. ask me about my styrofoam cooling system. Right.
6: A lot of times they offer like little uh, <laughs> miniature water bottles. He's like, can I introduce him in some stag? <laughs> uh-huh. you, want, you want a stag while we ride?
1: What if he's making, mixing drinks up there? And he's got an ice pick. He's picking ice off the... Uh, <laughs> Oh, fresh it. rocks. Nice.
2: I have to unplug my <laughs> nice. fan to plug in my mixer. Yeah, it's huge. Next. Next. Uh, Mike is, by the way, a YouTube-watching weirdo from uh, Texas. North oh, hey. hey, Mike. Hey, hey. Hey. Uh, I guess you guys talked about sad movies yesterday? Yes. Oh, yeah, briefly, yes. Uh, Every
1: day. Movies that make us cry, and I said, uh, I forget even how it came up, but uh, Rudy, man, you see Rudy getting in that uh, game? Yeah.
5: Ooh. How did it come up? Ooh. What movie was I talking about? I think it was a movie that I was talking about that made me... Showgirls. Scott Two
1: girls would make him cry
2: Yeah What is that What is that (laughs) You Uh, see Rudy getting that game Ah, I'm telling you (sighs) Oh we're talking about Coco Oh yeah Mine's Untamed Heart That one gets me at the end It gets me every single time I won't tell you what it's about Because you're going to cry
6: Is that the horse one
2: no, that's... Um, well, Hearts Can't Be Broken. I keep thinking of that. Christian Slater and uh, Marissa Tomei. What the hell? This movie, Jeff? Untamed this is a movie Heart? you would watch? Uh, oh, God. A
5: young waitress who seems to have bad taste in men is on Don't her way home started. one night when thugs <laughs> attempt to rape her. Adam, the mysterious busboy who works at the same diner, helps oh, fight I off saw the assailants. Oh, Christian Slater. And she begins I a relationship this. with him, but not all their fellow Minnesotians are happy for them. Meanwhile, the couple face their own difficulties when Carolyn finds about, out about Adam's past, including
1: his unique health condition. It's like
6: Thursday at 8 on Showtime. Oh, it
1: totally is, yeah. Mm. Eight, yeah, eight, that's so. the one where he gets uh, shingles, right, at the Yeah, end. he gets <laughs> shingles, and, but don't say anything <laughs> else, because it
2: really goes around <laughs> after that. See,
5: as, as
7: was, <laughs> why, why, as I
5: was reading that, I had the, uh, the theme from that Dawson's Creek show in my head. Like, that would be playing
2: behind the I'll well, yeah. be reading that. There is, yeah. there is a part in it where Christian Slater's character likes her so much that he just. Climbs into her room and watches her sleep. Oh boy! Oh okay, okay. neat. Yeah. <laughs> is that the but because uh, he right, loves her? Right, <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Holy cow! You're
2: weird. I, sir, sw- I first watched it in therapy. No, you, you looked uh, at it as a how-to. <laughs> it's because he hey, loves her. Riz, Riz, Riz <laughs> can you can you give
5: me, can you give me some audio here? This is this is what I
2: imagined. I'm gonna and tell me. you the end. As I, as I'm, I'm gonna spoil it, it. for here, you. Guys, don't knock it
5: off. Carolyn. A young waitress who seems to have bad taste in men is on her way home one night when thugs attempt to rape her. Adam, the mysterious busboy who works at the same diner, helps fight off the assailants, and she begins a relationship with him. But not all their fellow Minnesotians are happy for him. Meanwhile, the couple face their own difficulties when Carolyn finds out about Adam's past, sleep, sleep including happening. his
2: unique health condition.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right. Untamed
2: heart. Oh. Fine. Watch it and don't cry, Tony. <laughs> uh, two quick things about Wednesday's show. Actually, three. One, it was empty without Jeff. Nobody said that. Out. That's oh. not an <laughs> email. Sorry, Jen. Uh, sad movie talk. How did Moon not mention his favorite movie when Betty Spaghetti oh, yeah. gets the telegram from ah, the war? Yeah. Uh, that's a league of their own. I don't cry. <laughs> okay, now we know what they're talking about. A real man cry. That is a rough spot. real man
1: cry. That's oh, that was a rough spot in that movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. from
2: Jen, and this is from Ben. It says, Riz, dude, dude, I'm, I'm a man, kind of, but you have to see Titanic. I guess you said you've never yeah, seen Yeah, I've never it. seen Titanic, true. There's nudity, just so you know. I've seen that scene. Okay. That was it. It's
6: worth a watch. I wonder if it holds up, though, to those of us that saw it back
1: in 98. I feel like it it's such a pop culture thing that I've already seen the movie. Yeah, but I can
6: see what you're
5: saying. You know there. what I feel like like already, about Goodfellas? You know, the
1: king of the world? No, that's not true.
6: No,
2: it's totally true. What's true? What's
7: true?
6: I feel like that about Goodfellas no. and the guy. No. no, that's a different level. I
2: feel like level. I've seen those scenes. That's a different through- level. That's your way of saying you don't want to watch it. A different level. That's, that's Just my say way. I'm not going to
6: stop. watch it. That's my way of saying I'm going to see it when he sees it. That's Titanic. a different
2: level of movie.
6: When you watch Titanic. I will drop everything and watch Goodfellas.
1: No, you won't, because we've told
6: you to do that multiple
2: times and, and he ignored said, us. are yeah, well, no going trade. to. Him. now. There's a I trade. I just don't watch. I feel like you're missing out. And on then all a, of a sudden, you go, "Ah, oh, I watch cinema. this Netflix disaster." We all just watch Untamed Heart together and be done with it.
6: This emailer just said that he feels like you miss out on Titanic.
2: I disagree. Also, how would you know? Ben says if he had to pick one movie, it'd be Love. Actually. Yeah, oh, Love Actually. talk about an overrated
1: piece of garbage movie, that is. Uh, dear Ben, Love Riz Actually, disagrees. <laughs> overrated.
6: You and Riz are not a mess. Finally,
1: the wife and I sat down and watched Love Actually last year. Around the holidays, because I think it's a holiday movie. It is. And we sat there both with open minds. And uh, at the end, we were both like, wow, this was... Okay. It yeah, was okay, to me actually. To, yeah,
5: to it me not okay. Not not a piece of garbage as you just put it, but definitely I I
1: agree no, with some I of the overrated piece of garbage. You said, said what was... an
5: overrated piece of garbage. That, those words just came
1: out of your mouth. Did I say piece of garbage? Let's go to the tape, Scott. <laughs> Let me replay. Yes, I did okay. hear that. Yes, <laughs> I remember <laughs> saying overrated for sure. <laughs> He's always right. Which oh, one? I said no. no. Oh, go.
6: garbage. Garbage. <laughs> I didn't. Sorry. Did you
1: like Love Actually?
6: Oh, I mean, it serves its purpose. I I, I mean, I, I think that's what they were going for, was that super easy, just, just get you, and as soon as the movie's over, you're doing something else. It was
2: one of those- It's a holiday time killer. the weirdest movie review ever. I was
6: just going to say, even then, no, he can't bad. give a yes or no not answer. bad. What I'm saying is, they hit their mark, and I think it's well done for what, they, goes, what they did.
5: He goes, hey, Moon, did you like that movie? Yes or no? It served its purpose. Listen, if, somebody, okay. if somebody
6: tells Riz- Something
5: like Leonard that. Leonard
1: Malton says it served its purpose. <laughs> what? He he may he may be able to
6: enjoy it, but if somebody says, like, Oh man, you gotta watch Love actually, it's a great movie. Now he thinks it's a great movie and he's going in there. That's thinking, what I
1: was told by multiple people. Right? Oh my saying. god, this is such a great movie. How romantic.
6: Ah. It's a cute holiday flick. And had somebody said that to you before, and Gene Shallot and-
2: says, ah. <laughs> <laughs> "That's our gene." Yeah,
6: it's no shallow how, but it is, you know, uh, it's it's it serves its purpose.
5: Who said anything about shallow how? Which is a know. good shallow how was a good. Was By a good the movie. way, Riz, agree or disagree? Casino better than Goodfellas? Oh no. Okay. Casino's good though. I
1: agree. Casino's a good movie.
5: I I think Goodf- Goodfellows is one of those movies where, and I know we've talked about this before as far as types of movies, where if I'm, even if I'm scrolling through on regular cable and I like hit TNT and Goodfellows is on, I go, up. this remote
1: needs to be put down. Mm-hmm. I'm good for the Yeah-huh. rest of the time here. Uh-huh. Although I'll be disappointed it's on TNT. Of
5: course, but you still deal with it. Like it's one of those movies where you're Casino's like, I'm
1: Casino's the same way. I'm, I feel the same way with Casino. Boy, uh, Sharon Stone and Casino looks, man, at the beginning at least. She's a nice looking woman. Yeah. So
6: love actually is the basketball of the cutesy films. You know what I'm saying? Like you should know what you're getting into. Basketball
1: from Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <laughs> yeah.
6: If you went to see Where basketball, are you going? I'm saying if you went to see basketball, somebody's like, dude, this is the greatest comedy. You're, you're gonna, it's such a good movie. You're gonna love it. And then you go watch basketball thinking you like you're after. Uh,
1: but nobody's ever said Basketball was the greatest comedy of all time. No, but I'm saying it's a specific thing. The people
6: that like Basketball knew what they were getting when they went into it. I love Basketball. I knew what I was getting into. Yeah, it's a good rom-com. So if you know what you're getting into with Love Actually and those kind of cutesy holiday
1: films. That's, yeah, I was it, just told it that it was, purpose. oh, my God, this is it. Guys, you're going to want to get married all over again. And... <laughs> <laughs> like The Notebook.
6: The Notebook is, Never saw that. is just like straight off the page drivel, but it's really well done. But if you know that going in, if you know that it's, it's supposed to be just exceptionally cutesy
1: and, and— Like I go into these Marvel movies, and I go, man, it is what it is. It's a shoot-'em-up, action-packed thing. Right. I don't look
2: too much into it. Right. Next. Uh, this is from Kevin. Our friends over at uh, Float STL have a program going on for the local military service and the veteran community. They have a program where they're offering free float services today. Oh, wow. Nice. Float STL. Which is, which is really kind of cool. They're, they bring up the, uh, the Jason Cander guy who uh, dropped out of the mayor race there in Kansas City because of his PTSD. Mm-hmm. Also, you've got uh, uh, Mental Illness Awareness Week coming up next week starting that on Sunday. and Then Veterans Day, obviously. Well, November. Float STL
1: is when you go in the tank. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh,
2: you're buoyant, so you float on
1: top of the water. Yeah. And it's sensory deprivation. Total sensory
2: deprivation. Yeah. No sight, no hearing, just you in the water floating on top. I rem- and those of us in the room that have done it and t- uh, at least for me it was a total brain douche. It was oh, it yeah. absolutely was. And
1: everybody has different experiences with it. Yeah, I think you know, if I go again, I'll have a different experience from the first time I went. Yeah,
6: to and that. that's what Kevin will tell you too that he's a complete pro and uh, there's a lot of different ways to do it, but I think they do it better than anybody because they set you up mentally to go in. There's like a little prep period. And uh, like he said and like you just said Every single time you do it, it's completely different. I, I I've just had remember three walking completely in
2: there. different experiences. Just walking into the building, or at least the one I was, because there's two locations, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it's a, it's a. <sighs> Yeah. As soon as yeah. you walk in there. I now, the mistake I made the first time that I did not enjoy it was I was floating face down. So <laughs> you don't want to do that. That's tougher to do. Uh, that. You uh, stop. You just, you knock I out. was nervous because I'm like, how am I going to spend 90 minutes in here? And it went, boom, blink of yeah, an eye. Absolutely. And done. by the way, I believe there's at least one person in this room who has not done it. Me. And you are cordially invited by Kevin in this email. To uh,
5: come he he wants to get me out there bad. I got to just find time and get out there.
2: Yeah. If you do it. it, I'll go with you.
7: Yeah, okay.
6: What if
5: I want to do it by myself? Okay, well, well I mean, we don't float together by yourself.
6: Was that your finger?
1: <laughs> It'd be weird,
2: all of us floating in one tank. <laughs> a nice group float. I would kind just like cool to just float that.
5: kind of like bumper boats.
2: <laughs> I think there's a pillow around. That's not a pillow. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a cool thing. Cool
1: it experience. Is. It's great.
2: Next. Uh, so as you all probably noticed, there was a test of the emergency alert system. I guess it was yesterday. And 118. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. My phone went off. My phone went off as well. So uh, it went off on my phone. It went off on my radio. It went off on my TV. Now, I don't think you guys have anything to do with this just because you're on the radio. But maybe do you know what would prompt an EAS to ever actually be used? I saw this email come over, and I actually looked up some stuff. They you. go on to say that there was no EAS uh, during the 9/11 attack. No, there was so not. What's the deal? Blah blah blah. So explanation.
1: Please. So the Emergency Alert System is a national warning system in the U.S. Uh, put into uh, place on January 1st, 1997. Approved by the FCC back back in, uh, in uh, 1994, it replaced uh, the Emergency Broadcast System. The official EAS is designed to enable the President of the United States to speak to the U.S. within 10 minutes. In addition to this requirement, the EAS is also designated to alert the public of local weather emergencies, such as tornadoes and flash floods, in some cases, severe thunderstorms, depending on the severity of the storm. Um, The system has never been used for a national emergency. It was activated more than 20,000 times between 1976 and 1996, and that was the EBS system. Any kind of emergency alert. Gotcha. Uh, to broadcast uh, civil emergency messages and warnings of severe weather hazards. So it's never been set off on a national level. But it can, right? It just hasn't. It can. Okay. It is designed to alert people of a national emergency. Mm -hmm. And there were false alarms in the past. And uh, I looked on Wikipedia for this because Wikipedia is always right. And they have a list yeah. of, of yeah. the germans always right, right? Wikipedia. Well, of course, of course, the latest one was member uh, in Hawaii. <laughs> they mistakenly oh, yeah. set off the uh, the warning about a ballistic uh, inbound missile.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> remember that kind of a big deal, which was claimed to be not a drill because it said, "This is not a drill." <laughs> uh, back in two thousand five the EAS was used to mistakenly issue an immediate evacuation order for all of Connecticut. And at least 11% of people who saw the warning, uh, started evacuating the state of Connecticut. There was, yeah, there's, there was a, a bunch of incidents that, uh, the EAS was accidentally set off.
2: Was there was there anything in there to answer the question as to why it wasn't used on 9-11? No, I don't. I don't know why. I couldn't figure that one out. People <laughs> were people were
1: actually pissed that it wasn't. Yeah. But I, I didn't. I didn't see a reason why. I didn't. I, I, was, I, I, I was. I didn't look hard enough. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Tone's gonna look up an answer for you. But uh, yeah, 118 on the dot. My phone went off. Trying to nap.
2: President Trump, but (laughs) couldn't wait till maybe 318. You can't silence that, can you? No. Next. Uh, This is from Glenn. So on the show on Wednesday, uh, when it wasn't as good when Jeff wasn't here, Moon talked about the documentary on Netflix about the McAfee guy. Oh, John McAfee, yes. yeah, Uh, And I will say, holy ish, just totally blew my mind, absolutely fantastic. I honestly need Moon to be my Netflix guru, sincerely, Glenn. Uh, Glenn. Two things on that. So John McAfee was the guy
1: that, you know, the McAfee antivirus Mm -hmm. stuff. That's his. Mm -hmm. Day-to-day operations, he's not involved. I think they bought him out. They just kept the name a long long time ago. ago. Uh, But this guy, I mean, accused of murdering his neighbor, was on the run
2: when did when did it was this after he sold his virus stuff or is this before all that or uh,
1: after after okay accused of murdering his neighbor uh just a paranoid man uh also uh the hammock I talked about the hammock yeah
6: yeah 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 you, you can't say too much more than the hammock yeah he also was down in South America and he was trying to do um not drugs, but uh, like vitamins and some things. Yeah. And uh, it, uh, and not on the up and up. I, you, you just got to watch it. It's so hard to keep track of because it, this it is just a marathon of intense situations. Yeah, it's good. This guy puts himself in.
1: It's good and sick. This guy's deranged. Is he still around? He's still oh, around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
6: He's a scary guy.
1: Yeah. A loose cannon, if you would. Mm, that'd you be go. a good word to uh, go. or a good term to describe him. Loose cannon. Uh, Patrico just saw American Vandal, the new one.
5: I, I'm I'm almost done with it. I'm like I think I have one or two episodes Netflix. left. They
1: we're talking Netflix shows, American Vandal.
5: It is so well done. Yeah, it is. It. I mean, it is obnoxious. Okay, <laughs> if you thought season one was obnoxious, the guy they got busted for, or, or they were trying John to figure out dongs on all the cars, dongs on the car. This one is. Who spiked the lemonade with laxatives and caused the entire school to poop? And then there's there's poop pranks that happen the entire time. I mean, it's ridiculous. The, it's absolutely ridiculous. But the
2: way it's done is so good. I'm so drawn yeah, I think in. I that's the next watch.
7: <laughs>
5: All right,
2: one more So tell. good. Wow. Yeah, and this John McAfee guy, by the way, 73 years old, and he's a bit of a youth fighter, too. Holy cow, just looking him up. Anyway. Oh, yeah, I think he's had some work done to his face. A little bit. And the frosted tips, frosted uh-huh. hair, and frosted uh, goatee at his age. Come on. Uh, hey, Riz, and everyone. First, me and my fiance love your show. You guys are great. Jeff, I used to live in Eureka, right by you, actually. Uh, I used to run at the same park as you. You always said hi, even though you didn't know me. So I think that's pretty great. Not a lot of people are friendly nowadays, blah, blah, blah. I live in Kansas City now. My apartment complex is hiring a company called Pooh Prince. Long story short here is everybody that lives in this complex has to submit doggy DNA. So that everybody's doggy DNA is registered. Therefore, if your dog wow, poos that's and amazing. you don't clean it up. I applaud this. You can get fined. Is that really? amazing? Yeah.
6: And a, I would have seen you going the other way.
1: As far as uh,
2: uh, the dog crap goes? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a proponent of this. Uh, it says also if we don't submit a DNA sample, it is a $1,000 fine, and if you are caught not picking up the dog poo, it is a $250 fine to start, and it goes up as a repeat offender. Oh, no. Th- offender. This is
1: because people stink.
2: Here's the thing, though, and I understand that, and I get it, and I'm down, but he says in the original lease agreement that he signed, this was not in there. Oh, see that? there? There's the issue. So are there legal implications? There, there? There's the issue. If he already signed a lease— and
1: this was not part of it, okay. But if you're a new tenant, and this is part of the lease, you know what this is? This is because people don't pick up after their dogs, and it's obviously a big problem. If people would just pick up after their animals, it wouldn't be such
2: an issue. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I am down with that. I've actually seen somebody walk in their dog, and the dog took a dump, and they, they didn't have anything, and they picked up a leaf and put it over the top of the pile. Like, oh, I'm covering this on, up, man. so if you step on <laughs> <That> is- <laughs> it, then you step on it, then it's a leaf. It's like if I, le- blue, if, if I leave
1: stuff on my plate at dinner and I put my napkin over it, that yeah. never happened. Yeah. Can't
2: see anything. Never happened. happened. Yeah. Uh-uh. And they also go on to say, wouldn't it be more cost-effective, because I don't know how much this stuff costs, but just to install some cameras. And he says it's not one of those upscale apartment complexes. It's decent, but obviously, not obviously it's not it's
1: been a problem. Yeah. And if it wasn't written into your original lease, I mean, I don't know how they could enforce that. Right. But new tenants, hey, you got a dog? You got to need to you need to give the DNA over. Mm-hmm.
6: You think it might be a scare tactic?
1: Could be.
6: Okay, because think about that. So you're going to go around, you're going to get blood drawn from all the pets on the property. Then you're going to have the 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 DNA Rolodex over here, this database, and then. <laughs> Somebody reports some doo doo over in uh, you know over in the little grass patch by two B. So you go over there and you're gonna get a sample, you're gonna send it off to a lab, you're gonna get this thing back and find a match, you're gonna spend that kind of money to do this thing. I bet Maybe. you it's not so as, you as much I bet door. you it's
1: not as much as you think. Plus all the fines will eventually pay for pay for the service. It's an investment. <laughs> the fines will eventually pay for the service. I'm sure it's not that much. A thousand dollar fine, though. That's pretty. That's huge. pretty mm-hmm. hefty. Yeah. Trust. That's a good incentive to pick up that dog poop.
5: I have your uh, your answer about uh, September 11th in the EAS system. Yes. It says here local officials elected not to run the emergency warnings the day of the attack, citing lack of any forewarning. The nation's primary entry point stations were readied if President Bush had wanted to address the nation through an emergency action notification message. Some within the emergency alert community argue a warning could have helped those in the North World Trade Center tower, which collapsed uh, 39 minutes after the first tower fell. The FCC also asked stations to suspend EAS tests temporarily to help avoid public panic nationwide.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, because even in yeah. New York City, there was no. There's now like we an, never got an alert.
5: There's an organization now that that was formed in November of 2011 that like is still to this day investigating like why the hell was it not used? Like they were like this could have saved lives, and you know of course yeah, there's the I counter was of people in New York saying, City, and no. we never
1: got any alert. Yeah. Also I don't know if uh, there was I don't think there was the technology then mm-hmm. to send something to your phone.
5: I I do I do also uh, agree or at least I see what they're saying with the cause panic nationwide. Because I mean there was it was the nation was already panicked. Like they were already there yeah, like
6: nationwide for sure but like the regional aspect to it. Oh yeah.
5: Yeah, I mean it, the fact that it didn't go off in New York is I mean that is what it that is, this is designed for. You know I mean Yeah. But then again, if you're in New York, you know, you know what's happening right now. You, I mean,
1: hey I'm, I'm back to the poo topic. Uh, <laughs> this show. <laughs> how do you
2: feel? Do you, are you okay with the DNA testing? Are you? What do you think?: Yeah, I'm okay with it.
6: Yeah, I'm okay know. too.: It just seems like overkill. but: It just,
2: does seem like overkill, but if that is the only solution, I'm okay with it. I think there's better solutions. I think the camera idea is better. is a better idea. I think it's quicker, you know I don't want to and throw quicker. my shoes yeah. out.
1: Huh? I step a dog doo doo and uh, I gotta throw my shoes out. out. Yeah, those shoes are never the same. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> for as much as you try to wait till it dries out and bang them off on the driveway, or
2: try to scrape it off on the curb, the best thing, honestly, to do is get one of those brushes that you. Oh, have then it gets in the dishes. it gets in the treads. That's why you get one of those brushes with bristles on it, and, and you, you use you it can... only
1: for that, right, Jeff? And don't go back to the dishes. Sure, with it? whatever makes oh, you feel better. Oh no, you just scrape it off. And then you, do you throw, then use the brush for the dishes. Top
2: bracket. Yeah.
5: You gotta be kidding. Jeff, of all people, that surprises the absolute <laughs> crap out of me for you. Because you get a scuff why on your shoe it? and you throw
6: them away.
2: Yeah. Yeah,
6: but That's... he's not gonna throw away a nice brush. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why yeah. You can do, do the same that? thing with
2: <laughs> same thing with your toothbrush. It cleans <laughs> it. It disinfects it. It's fine. Yeah, for the really
1: fine areas, yeah, you use your toothbrush.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just throw it in
1: the top. top bracket, right there, no problem. I'm out, I'm out.
2: You wanna you wanna come over for dinner, Tony?
1: All right, let's shout out the Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Greg Shooty from Baldwin. Yay, Greg. Greg! Greg's a nice guy. I've met Greg before. Yeah, Bragger. Greg's a
5: big uh, uh, Chelsea fan, so is I
1: like Greg. like the name Chelsea? Yes. That's pretty cool. Uh, Greg's been listening to the show for five years, listens on the drive-in, streams it when he can't listen on the radio. He met his wife three years ago and says she was uh, timid about the show at first, but now she talks about the show more than he does. And he feels like he can relate to everybody on the show. He's a big guy like Patrico, a family man like Riz, a soccer fan like Moon, and the old guy among uh, his friends like Jeff. Oh. There it is, Jeff. Gotcha. He also likes you too, Scott.
3: Oh, man. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate that.
1: Greg Shooty from Baldwin is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show, crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back, guys. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities.
2: It's brought to you by Amco, Ranger, Termite, and Pest Solutions, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Kate Hudson's got another baby and another baby daddy. She's not exactly, I guess, Owen Wilson territory yet. What is he, like nine kids and yeah, 9 Yeah, he's got baby nine kids and like six that.
1: baby mamas. Yeah.
2: So she's got three kids with three different
1: partners. Well, I know. One is with Black Crow's guy, Chris Robinson. Correct. One is with Muse Guy. Right, Matt. Matt Bellamy. And a new guy.
2: Yeah, this one, uh, the dad is uh, Ron. What band is he in? Ron Fujikawa, and he's in a band called Chief. Oh, really? Oh, yes. okay. So he actually is,
1: yes. <laughs>
2: And they broke up there for a while, you know, to get back together. They broke up for a year and a month, and then uh, they've reunionized. Chief? Chief. That's them. Huh. So she's got, as you said, she has a son writer with uh, Chris Robinson. That kid is 14 years old now. Wow. And then she's got, she's a, got a 14-year-old? Yeah, and a six-year-old son named Bingham with uh, Matt from Matt Melony from uh, Muse. So. I know she used to live down
1: in the uh, Lower East Side of Manhattan. I saw her when she was pregnant with the first kid. Mm. That's a nice-looking woman.
2: The uh, The kid's name is spelled R-A-N-I and it's pronounced Ronnie. He's the uh, former guitar player, by the way. Want you- uh, throw him out? Oh, I don't know about that. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's a band anymore. Well, the Wikipedia said that they broke up in, like, July of 2011 and then got back together in June of 2012, or... June of 2011, and it got back together yeah. July of 2012 for a uh, big reunion tour.
6: He's definitely got a lot of different looks over the past 10 years. He's got the full, like, the full-blown hippie, long hair, you know, Chris Robinson look. <laughs>
7: yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah, and then
6: he's got, like, the, I own a record label. And then he's got the, you don't know what I do, but I look like I'm rich uh-huh. kind of vibe. Very interesting looking guy well
1: now he's uh he's got an anchor baby with uh, Kate Hudson so yep, yep, yep. set up yeah uh, it's, uh, did she get breast implants I think she may have because oh, oh. you mean... could see you could see her and almost famous yeah yeah and uh, she doesn't really have much
3: much on top but... you don't think that came with the
6: pregnancy
2: I, I could, probably did. May 5th, yeah.
5: 2010, Us Magazine, how Kate Hudson has flaunted her brand new boobs. Oh, there you
2: go. nice. Look at there, huh? Yeah. All right. Nice. Uh, Busy Phillips is now another person who's come out and said, I was attacked when I was younger. She was inspired by the recent things going on with the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, so inspired that she took to Instagram last week to reveal she was raped at the age of 14. Uh, on Wednesday she was on Ellen's show she was 14 when it happened she said she didn't go she didn't go into much other detail other than that uh, but uh, Ellen also by the way during that conversation alluded to having being assaulted been assaulted as well when she was younger she didn't explain anything but she did say and I'm quoting here it's because we're girls and we're taught not to say anything and to go along with it so you at 14 and me at 15 and God knows how many people in this audience have had something happen to them so Ellen's Generous as well, but like I said, she didn't. She didn't expound on it. Uh, Amazon is developing a hashtag Me too themed college comedy with Whitney Cummings. What are you guys' thoughts on Whitney Cummings?
5: I think she's funny. I think she's a little bit too. I don't want to say worshipped, but like people are like, oh my god, she's so hot and she's so funny. I put her almost
1: in the Amy Schumer category. Yeah, I put her a step like above her. She's all
2: right. She does a lot of behind-the-scenes writing. Yeah, and stuff Yeah, she for was TV writing for uh, Roseanne's show, uh-huh.
5: also for that. Uh, isn't she like the the creator or like the one of the main creative
1: uh, creative drives behind Two Broke Girls? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I think it's another a nice-looking woman too.
2: Yeah, and then she's going to star in this. It's a comedy revolves around the staff of a uh, of an office at a college that navigates the PC culture now. Uh, basically, so like I said, she's the lead character, co-creator, co-writer as well. So she's very she, talented. She is the creator of, uh, co-creator of Two Brokers. Wow, I do not know that. You know what? It's funny you say that because I would think that that show would be on this list. But a website did a poll of offensive content on TV. More than a thousand people were on this, kind of weighed in on it. So uh, what uh, they were asked what the most offensive TV show of all time was. I,
1: I think I know the answer. But not not because I saw it But I think I have it
2: I'm going to write it down 30.7% of the vote Was was cast for what you What is number one The fall guy so I guess. Stop it and With the fall guy Two It's not the girl. fall guy Ever <laughs> It's never the fall it, guy But it was that one time it's That never I didn't the guess fall it guy. And I'm not going to ha- I'm not going to be In that <laughs> position again <laughs> The only time that's going to be An answer is a question Of what's never the answer You know what it's always going to be It's funny
6: Hey uh, true, what guy.
2: about wonder shows And
6: I'm sure they're not
1: Good guess Right, Not was what that, I wrote down. Though. That was the one of the Andy
6: Millanaka
5: most- show. No,
6: oh, Wonder South Park destroyed. Oh, that.
5: I know, I know, Tom Green show.
2: I wrote South Park down. Mm. South Park, yeah, thirty point seven uh, of the vote there. Uh, family Guy was second, ten point five percent of the vote. Then Cherry Springer, seven point one. All in the family. Six point four. It was pretty bad. It was. But there's no way All in the Family could have been could be done today. Wonder Showsen. If you haven't seen that,
1: was no. that on MTV for uh, a yeah, hot minutes? for like six mm-hmm. episodes? That is an odd show. <laughs> It you could find so... the episodes on YouTube. Wonder it, chosen. It, Wonder yeah. chosen.
6: We—I don't remember which year. It's probably oh five oh six-ish or so. Something, something around then. But I mean, I wouldn't say—I wouldn't say years. It was on for like three months. Yeah. I remember we were making a record, and I stopped doing some guitar tracks and went out into like the lobby area, and MTV was on. And I, I'm, I'm watching this on TV, and oh, I'm like, what the Whoa. hell is this? Like, this is some, it's like one of those DVDs that you see at like a like a hole in the wall bar. Where you're like, where do they
5: get it's, this? It's crap? It what was set up now?
1: like a demented te- like kid show. Yeah, yeah, so,
5: so okay, so the, the little clip that I'm watching right here is a, uh, it's got three little kids and they're dancing like they made a music video at Six Flags, you know, like that new John Mayer video where it's the green screen and they're just dancing. And the song in the background, they're showing famous monuments, and the song in the background is just these kids going, you know, Great Wall of China, slaves, thank you, slaves, for building that. Slaves, yeah, Slaves. And it's like just random it's monuments. It's like them up like a it.
1: demented kids TV show. Gotcha. Yeah.
7: And it's and insane.
6: It it's insanity. And it's got, a, it's got a, a, there's a dude holding a puppet, and he's going out on the street interviewing people, and it looks like a Sesame Street pup, puppet kind of vibe. And they do that, and then... This puppet gets so offensive, he basically just gets punched every time by these, by these yeah. people. It's, it's kind of it's very it's,
1: it's funny, but you go at first, what the hell am <laughs> I watching? <laughs> but South Park, I saw the, uh, the episode last week, the season premiere. Oh, yeah, the one the we talked shooting. about, yeah.
2: Great. Yes. Great. You mean just that scene or the whole thing? The whole thing. Huh. Well, next on the list of offensive TV shows, last one on the list here that we have is uh, Married with Children, 2.7%. Uh, yeah. So who is the most offensive character? Yes, Cartman. 18.7% of the vote. Eric Cartman on the most offensive show, South Park. (laughs) Eric Cartman, you got it. Followed by Archie Bunker, Peter Griffin, Roseanne Barr, Al Bundy, Donald Trump, Stewie uh, Griffin, and Charlie Harper. Donald Trump? 3.5%. He was
3: in Wonder Shows.
2: Charlie Harper from uh, Two and a Half Men. Uh, Homer Simpson wasn't on there? Uh, Not in this part of the list, at least. Yeah, Yeah, Homer Simpson's not really offensive. He's just more He's just a innocent innocent stupidity, right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched it a ton of times, but that's what most of the stuff that comes out of his mouth, if it's funny or offensive, he just doesn't realize it, correct? Yeah. Okay. They also asked what kind of content people found most offensive. What do you think was the most humor? Offensive ty- type, type of content. Race. Racial. Not Race. Sexual violence mm. That was number one in every age demographic mm. Some of the other options were Disability jokes, racial jokes Religious jokes, profanity uh, Penises and
6: uh, He's got a button for that
2: Stereotypes, drug and alcohol use as well Are holocaust jokes on there? Uh, not specifically Holocaust jokes, no. Uh-uh. Uh, after everything went down with uh, Clayne Crawford, remember when Clayne Crawf- Crawford got let go from Lethal Weapon, the TV show, because he was just I know, got Sean, Sean William Scott on there. Right, exactly. Uh, so that's going super, super well. Uh, so well that Damon Wayans is now quitting the show as well. Check it out. Well, that's,
1: what? The, that's the end of that show.
3: This is more of an announcement, but I'm going to be quitting the show in uh, December after we finish the initial thirteen. I'm a 58-year-old diabetic, and I'm working 16-hour
1: days. I'm going to return to the stage and uh, try to find my smile again. This has been very hard, especially last week. My
2: uh, mother had surgery, my daughter had surgery, and I had to look them both in the eye and go, I can't be there. So it's hard for me to play this
1: uh, loving, supportive father, husband, and friend on TV and be the guy in life that's telling everybody I can't, I gotta work. I don't know if I like serious Damon Wayans. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird.
2: And he's, he's quitting mid-season. He said after the initial 13. Right, the initial 13. He said It says here... He's quitting mid season. Oh, wow. Well, maybe it's just the announcement. Maybe that's what. Maybe he's announcing mid season. I don't know how many episodes You know what there are, I think you really realize? I'm, I'm a rich man. Why am I doing this? Right.
1: Yeah, my I, mean, first, I don't need to do this.
2: Yeah, he either goes to him and says, look, I can't do 16 hour days. I'm Damon Wayans. I'm the reason why the show is good, so let's cut it down, or I gotta walk. Is One it a good two. show? I, I don't know. I'm My student. mom and dad is watch it. Good? My mom and dad love it. Is it, is it going well with the new guy, too? I, I don't
5: know. I, I, don't, I don't watch it, but they. that's like appointment viewing. When it comes on, I, we were eating dinner the other day. And we ate dinner late, and my mom looked at the clock, and she goes, the lethal weapon's on. Hurry,
2: <laughs> everybody eat, eat, eat. <laughs> uh, another uh, change of another TV show, Chelsea Peretti announced uh, yesterday she won't be appearing in every episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine in the upcoming season, which is its first on NBC. I think, uh, was it, Fox dropped him, and NBC mm-hmm, picked yeah. it up pretty much right away. I know you're a big fan, right, Tom? Love that
5: show, is one of a, my favorites. Is
2: she a big part of the she's program? She's a huge character in that show. Who yeah. is that? I don't. If I saw her face, what I know? Yeah,
5: she's one of
1: those. <sighs> Chelsea Peretti. If you hear her voice, you would know.
5: Who yeah, is. she is also. Um, she's married to Jordan Peele. That's her. That's her, hubs. Mm. But she is. Ah, I. I, I, I this is not. This is gonna sound mean, and I don't mean it to. She is one of those chicks who. She is attractive, but. She, you, uh-huh. She shouldn't. Yeah, okay. Like, you don't think that she would be. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're down a lot. Like, she, like, all of her characters well, here she is are, like, on the show. nerdy. Hi,
0: Gina Linetti. People fear me. Not to brag, but I was name-checked in my kindergarten teacher's suicide note. This man is a Timberlake, and you need to stop treating him like a Fatone. I figured PR would be the easiest path to launching my reality show, Linetti Set Go.
2: I thought your reality show was to be called Gina in a Bottle.
0: No, that was my fragrance line.
2: Keep up. She also did say that it's uh, you never know. She will. She may be back. Right. She's not leaving on bad terms. Doesn't mean I won't ever be back, is what she said. So, and uh, the producer said, uh, I'm sorry. The co-creator said she'll quote always be a part of the show. So she may come back. Who knows? Uh, Ian Ziering is having trouble with a second grader. Mr. Zeering led a protest yesterday at daughter's, her, uh, his daughter's elementary school. Listen to this, man. There is a second grader who supposedly has a history of violence and threatening behavior, and apparently the school is doing nothing. About it, how bad is it? He says, quote, beaten up and bloodied 10 kids this year so far. Classroom has been evacuated twice because of this kid. Last year, this kid allegedly tried to suffocate another child with a bean bag. And, I, you, know,
1: and you know what's funny? I, I, believe, I believe this. Yeah. That the school's probably so worried about offending the kid's parents or labeling the kid in
2: any way that they're just not, every other kid is going to suffer because of it. This year, he's threatened other kids with scissors. I think he ran with scissors. You can't do that. Parents say the school is doing absolutely nothing about it. They're worried that if it continues something really bad, is going to (laughs) happen down the road, obviously. So you go, hey, Sharknado, Bunny, take your kid and, and bring him to a different school. And uh, Mr. Zeering has said nope, I'm gonna fight this battle yeah, I'm not why am I run gonna away. have to change
1: schools yeah so one kid is disruptive in the entire school
7: mm-hmm.
2: or classroom and everybody else has got to suffer. yeah that's the way it is. Uh, BuzzFeed has put to- finally BuzzFeed has put together a list of movies that were actually based on true stories. So like these are movies you guys have probably all seen but you didn't realize maybe you didn't realize that these were born from actual live events like 50 first dates remember that movie? Oh, with Adam Sandler and uh, Drew Barrymore, where she got the amnesia.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's so that crazy. movie is uh, light-hearted romantic comedy, oh, right? That movie disturbed me at the end. What do you mean? That was such a disturbing movie to me. I don't know why that got on to the me, that on movie. the boat. Yeah. That end scene um, on the boat, uh, where he stands
2: there saying, "I'm the king of the world." No, it's, 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 are you saying <laughs> because no, it's almost like
5: it's almost like, and I know they're not, this is not their intention. It's almost like they're taking advantage of a somebody no, that has a disability. It's the saddest
2: movie I think I've ever it seen in my super life. Sad. Well, yeah. it's it's a real life story about a, a lady named Michelle Philpotts. After incurring two serious head injuries, she now has an extremely rare form of amnesia, which prevents her from forming or retaining any short term memories. She's no recollection of any of events after 1994, and since her memory resets when she sleeps, her husband must remind her of the accident and their marriage by showing her wedding photos every morning. Every morning. Every morning. That's wow. why
1: the. That's why the end of that movie, and but listen, there's- it's been around long enough where I'm not spoiling anything. <laughs> la, 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 la. She's. They're on the boat, and she wakes up, and she's got to be reminded that she's got a husband and kids.
6: Yeah, she sees the video, and then... They, he's like, you coming up for breakfast?
1: It's You're... so sad, like even she thinking about her, it
6: Yeah, she meets her son every
1: morning For the first time every
2: morning
6: Right, yeah, it's, it's goose it's bumpy so Ooh, sad. It's kind of dark
2: How Whew. about uh, Texas Chains- Chainsaw Massacre? That's based on real life events Leatherface, uh, real life guy named a serial killer named Ed Gein. Or Gein. Oh, yeah. yeah, he had, Gein, he had yeah.
6: amnesia and he no. couldn't remember the day he before. He could yeah. he killed the day
2: before. <laughs> the house and everything inside it were based on what was discovered at this guy's house in 1957. Cops entered. Uh, uh, he had sorry, like lampshades
1: made of human skin, didn't mm-hmm. he?
2: Hundreds of trophies and keeps keepsakes made from the skin and bones yeah. of his victims and other bodies he's he'd exhumed from graveyards. Marlin Me, same thing. Uh, well, not with the death, but uh, journalist John Grogan's uh, dog died after 13 years with his growing family, he wrote a column about it, turned into a movie. Hmm. Uh, the Terminal. Remember what that one's about. Oh, I lo- love that's that's, that that's movie. That's like one of my favorite movies. Course,
1: that's Tom Hanks, right? And the country he's supposed to be going to is no longer a country.
2: Krakosia.
1: So the guy is stuck at the airport because yeah. he can't go anywhere.
2: True life story of an Iranian refugee. Uh, he arrived at Charles de Gaulle Airport in, in Paris, 1988, intention of traveling to the UK. Turned away by immigration officials because he didn't have a passport. However, since he couldn't be returned to the uh, where he came from, he spent the next 16 years living in an airport lounge. <laughs> 16
6: years. How did he get money? Wait, did you say 16 years? That's not true, right?
2: That's, I don't know. That's what it says. 16. He worked like at Six, six Chili's. That's gotta be his time. I worked He was a bar back at the Chili's. 16
6: years. I think it was like six months, wasn't
2: it? It says 16 years right here. Look it up.
5: I'm looking it up right now. You guys
2: should get the internet and check on it yourself. (laughs) Y'all have the internet in front of you. (laughs) But you're holding the internet in that computer right there. Uh, And the last one is The Pursuit of Happiness. That's the Will Smith and Jaden Smith uh, story, real-life story of Charles Gardner and his two-year-old son, homeless for a year in San Francisco. Gardner was enrolled in a trainee scheme uh, at a stock uh, brokerage. He didn't have enough money for a deposit on rent. They uh, slept anywhere they could. Uh, And then Gardner uh, thrived at work and was eventually afforded a full-time job. He is now worth... $48 $48 million. $48 million from homeless. Uh,
5: Sir Alfred Maran is an Iranian refugee who lived in the departure lounge of Terminal 1 from August 26, 1988 wow. to July of 2006.
7: That what?
6: Is ridiculous.
5: He's got an autobiography called The Terminal Man, which I will now be buying and reading. Uh, today's, Look at you reading books. Yeah, great. <laughs> today's Crabby Birthdays. And we all poop. Uh, Rachel Lee that Cook. Nerd. That's it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook, 39. Alicia Silverstone is 42. Russell Simmons from Def Jam is 61. Christoph Waltz is 62. Linda McMahon, uh, she is President Trump's Administrator of the Small Business Administration. You also know her as the CEO of the WWE. She, she is, is 70. The CEO of Suplex. Yep. And today's Burton Birthday of the Day, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Bull Durham, Fellman Louise, Stepmom, and the very Very underrated. Bad Moms Christmas. Susan Susan Sarandon. Sarandon. Susan Sarandon is seventy-two years young. Uh, Today's (laughs) uh, seventy-two,
2: huh? Mm -hmm. Oh, you know what? She got a really young boyfriend, I believe. Uh, I meant to mention in the uh, in the crap on that. Connie Chung actually came out and said that she was uh, something happened to her when she was younger. She's seventy-two years old. Hmm, Connie Chung. Connie Chung. Chung. I would have never thought that. Sorry.
5: Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Me, is Stella Fox. Uh, Today's birthday girl used to uh, rock the the hairier-than-the-teen-wolf look, and she showed it off proudly in 40 fine films, including Scary Harry, Volume 10, Real Bushy, Volume 6, (laughs) All Natural Wonders of the World, Naturally Yours, Volume 2, I'm Harry, Volume 1, and who can forget her unforgettable role in Huge Nipples?
1: Stella Fox. Was a right turn I there. That, didn't she? I wonder what that's about.
5: <laughs> Stella Fox is 32 years old. That's your uh, porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that's your crap on celebrities.
3: listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz.
1: Hi, welcome back. Our phone number is 314 walker That's three one four six walker Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show. Your email's Riz show at 1057thepoint.com I'm not making light of this guy's inappropriate behavior, but there is an arthritis doctor in Alabama, and his name is Michael Dick. And there was a news report yesterday talking about how he's accused of harassing some of his uh, patients. Again, I'm not making light of what he did. It's just ironic that his last name is Dick, and he's such a dick. Oh, I thought you didn't like the name Michael.
0: No. No. Another woman is claiming her former doctor, Michael Dick, took advantage of her during a medical examination in his office. The female patient claims Dr. Dick touched her breasts and abdomen area. Another woman also says Dr. Dick kissed her on the lips and required her to remove all of her clothing during an appointment. Dr. Dick pleaded guilty in this harassment case as well in order to appeal it. A Decatur Municipal judge... It could be
1: any doctor with any last name and I would call him Dr. Dick. Because of what he did.
0: <laughs> why, yeah. why? Why? didn't she? Now this
5: is this is her fault. The doctor. Yeah. The doctor. The
1: doctor.
2: You say doctor, doctor Dick the one time, then you can say the doctor supposedly did this. The doctor allegedly did this. But this is the nickname of a doctor that would do this. That
1: is true. But it's already there for you. To
0: appeal it, a Decatur Municipal judge convicted the physician of harassment of another one of his female patients. In that case, the woman said Dr. Dick grabbed her face, told her she was beautiful, and got close enough she thought he would kiss her. Dick testified touching patients' faces and complimenting them as part of his exam. The judge reminded Dr. Dick he took an oath not to harm, and he didn't live up to that in these cases.
1: What a dick.
6: It sounds like a villain in like a, uh, uh, almost like a parody supervillain. Th- yeah. Like The Tick or yeah. like of those types of shows.
1: Yeah. But she, I mean, she powered through that read. She sure did. That's a, that's a real pro right there. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're
3: going to do some news.
1: And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. This is gut-wrenching this story. And it's a follow-up to something we had yesterday. Remember, uh, there was a uh, fire at an apartment in Afton. And you you weren't here, Jeff, yesterday, but we talked about this. Uh, There was a fire, and there was a woman found inside the apartment, shot to death. The woman was 46-year-old Crystal Crisp, and police say it was a suicide. Very sad. But police got a call around 1.30 on Tuesday about a fire in the 8900 block of Kidder. When they got there, they found Crystal's body. She was a Metro bus driver for 18 years. A couple years ago, she beat breast cancer. And a friend says that a couple months ago, it came back, and she couldn't deal with it anymore. And Crystal had a dog named Shell. And Crystal loved this dog. She would call the dog her daughter. like She loved her animals. And she wanted to make sure the dog was taken care of before she died. So on Monday, she dropped the dog off at Stray Rescue... With a note saying that she's been fighting cancer, she lost her battle, and she wants uh, her dog to be taken care of. That's like, all, all she wants is her wow. daughter, is she, as she calls her a daughter, her daughter to be taken care of. Wow! Like, it's a gut wrenching story, and, and there's, you know, the notes out there and everything. It's it's that's a tough one. Man, oh man! Uh, police in Chesterfield are investigating to see if uh, some recent car break-ins could be part of a ring, like a big kind of crime ring that's been targeting other cities in West County. And police say they're, uh, they're hitting cars in and around the Claymont Woods subdivision, which is near the intersection of Clayton and Clarkson. And whoever's doing this is looking specifically for unlocked cars. Hmm. One car was stolen, and cops said that somebody left their key fob in the car. Oh, jeez. Now obviously police are telling people to do what lock their freaking doors hide your valuables even if it's in your driveway even if you think you're
2: in a safe neighborhood just don't even give
1: them a chance man just and don't you leave the keys in reason. the car yeah you know what? that's I, that's ridiculous
2: I wish everybody would learn a lesson by and not I hope their car doesn't get broken into i'm not I, I'm not saying that but park on surface uh parking downtown for a week or something like that Because if you do that, you damn well better get everything off the seat, everything off the dashboard, everything. Don't give any reason for somebody to look in. don't give a reason. Like just like if you got a bag of uh, a shirt that you need to return to the store after work today, don't even leave that on your passenger seat. Because somebody could walk by and go, oh, I wonder what's in that TJ Mm -hmm. Maxx bag right there. You can't even do that. Anybody who works downtown for a week, you will get in the habit of just hiding every damn thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Even if it's in your driveway, they're saying
1: just lock the door. Yeah, for sure, definitely. A guy from Troy, Missouri, he is in some trouble after firing a BB gun at a car with a bunch of uh, teenagers inside because he was worried about a senior prank. So he's been charged with three counts of endangering the welfare of a child and first-degree property damage. Now here's the story. I'm I'm somewhat sympathetic with this guy. Okay, now I'm now I'm. <laughs> Interest peaked? He handled this the wrong way, for sure. And I'll tell you where where the turn comes. Uh, Apparently, last year, this guy's house was a target during the junior-senior prank week. And he said that his car was vandalized. Okay. So, because he didn't want his stuff messed with this year, he sat outside his house on Tuesday night to watch for kids. (laughs) Around 10 that night... He noticed three cars parked near his house. And he said, not today. And the guy and his son started running towards the cars. Here's where mistakes were made. (laughs) I love that. Here's the turn. Dude had a BB gun. Started firing at one of the cars as the three drove away. Police say his intention was to shoot at the tailgate. But he wound up shattering the front passenger window... Rear passenger window and the rear window.
5: I think after you shoot and you hit one, you go, oh, boy, and you stop. Not,
2: keep going. But a guy that's going to sit outside with a BB gun waiting isn't going to think that's smart. Again,
1: I enjoy the spirit of it. It was handled definitely the wrong way. Yeah. Yeah, You see where I'm coming from? Sure. Uh, You must protect this house. Right, I don't want to get my car vandalized. Mm-mm. I don't know what they did last year to the car. Obviously, it was enough where the guy laid in wait. This reminds me of something my dad would do. Because he has done that before. Because he has done that yeah. before, yes. He's not shot at a car with a BB gun. No, but not what, that I know of. Did you say he <laughs> laid <laughs> in the bushes
2: because somebody was going to mess with his mailbox? Oh, yeah. Somebody yeah.
1: somebody was messing with the mailbox, so he waited. Yikes. With a piece of, uh, like, uh, metal rebar. <laughs> Which is insane. To jam through the grill of the car, which I don't know how that was going to work, but apparently, he had a plan. <laughs> Did he, he, he didn't wind up having to go through? No, no. I run. came home from work.
2: I said, Dad, what are we doing here? In the bushes, huh? <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> in the bushes, huh? Yes, son. You know how you always want your kids to look up to you? What's the reaction when you walk up to the bush and there's your dad crouched in the bush with a piece of rebar? Oh, hey. We legit are looking down at him. Hello. Um, Hello,
6: son. drop something hey son how was work good pick up a piece of rebar have a seat
1: (laughs) good what are we what are we doing care to whittle (laughs) so weird no I respect the protecting your house and property thing of course again there are different ways of doing things I would have handled this a little differently Yeah. (laughs) but this guy's now paying the price for what you know what he did and that's those are some pretty hefty charges three counts of endangering the welfare of a child and first degree property damage. And who knows if these kids were even going to do anything right yeah. they may not have been. I don't I don't know. These kids could have been just wrong place wrong time you know I don't know. Again, mistakes were made right a little bit uh, there is some concern in St. Francis County after police responded to two separate incidents that involved that drug flaca. both incidents happened between Saturday and yesterday in Bon Tair. Bon Terre. You have to say it like that. In both cases, men were acting crazy. I know the, uh, I think the sheriff or one of the police chiefs down there said it took six six men and four paramedics to hold one of these guys down. Wow. They said one of the other guys was talking to a building when they got him. One guy destroyed an entire apartment. And the other guy jumped out the uh, the back door of the apartment and ran down the street yelling and screaming, carrying on. And that Flocka thing, we've talked about this before. It's been a while since we've talked about it in this area. But it's that synthetic drug that, that made its way around from Florida, mm-hmm. originated in Florida, of course, uh, back in 2014 and kind of migrated north. And that's the
2: synthetic cocaine, right?
1: So it's, uh, Is it bath salts? Kind of. Uh, I don't know. It's a... Uh, well, it's been known to, to to have users exhibit bizarre behavior, uh, agitation, paranoia, and they're saying possible super strength.
2: Called gravel, synthetic drug that is compared to to cocaine, but is considered even more dangerous. Huh. South South Florida hotbed. <laughs> there it is. More dangerous than the cocaine. Cocaine. Okay. Yeah.
1: A.K.A. Gravel Flaka. You got some of that gravel? Mhm. A car crashed right through the front window of a donut shop in St. Anne. Saw this. The, the place is called the Sweet Spot Cafe. And if you see the pictures which people were sending us the pictures yesterday, it's pretty bad. Mhm. Like through the front of the like through the front of the shop and into the counter. And the owner says the uh, the coolers in the kitchen fell down, the walls started to collapse. I don't know who was driving. I don't know what the circumstances were. The driver was taken to the hospital as a precaution. Nobody was seriously hurt, but the shop has been condemned. And as the driver was being taken away, they were quoted as asking, can I park here?
7: Okay.
1: Mm. Uh, <laughs> That's. Huh? No, you may not. You may not park here. There's a no parking zone.
6: Until 6 p.m.
2: <laughs> I feel bad. I mean, it was. did you see the picture? It is in the store. Is that the one that somebody tweeted yesterday from the show account? Yes. Oh, that's the same Hilarious. one. Okay, I did see that, yeah.
1: <laughs> the can I dot can dot, can dot dot? Yeah, dot, yeah, that, that was, was me <laughs> yesterday. Uh, looks like the America Center Convention Complex... We'll be getting a facelift. You know what mm-hmm. I'm talking about? Not the mm-hmm. dome, but the, you know, where they have the, um, well, it's attached to the dome, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like where the motorcycle where show Where they have is the car show. The car show and all mm-hmm. that, yeah. The, the, the whole convention
6: Across complex. from the uh, pasta place that we like so much.
1: That place closed. Down. Closed.
6: Well, it's still, we liked it. Toronto.
1: Never had yeah, we pasta. went there once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we would have gone more than once.
5: Mm-hmm. it would have still been open. It but still been open. No. No.
1: <laughs> so well, anyway, from there. so America Center Convention Complex getting a facelift. The president of Explore St. Louis, city mayor Sleepyhead, and the oh, St. Louis County executive announced a plan to update and modernize and expand the place. And the whole thing is going to cost around 175 million dollars. And they're going to really overhaul this place. The expansions will include 92 thousand square feet of exhibit space a 65,000-square-foot ballroom and a meeting area, and 22,000 square feet of support space. They're also going to put in uh, 26 more loading docks, renovate the 12 original ones. There's also going to be a new outdoor pavilion. They're going to refurbish the Central Washington Avenue entrance. Now, right now, there is a decline in convention bookings, and their argument is the expansion will help with growth. They crunched the numbers. They said, all right, just renovating the place is going to help out. And the expansions are going to help this city compete with other cities in the Midwest, which are investing in their convention facilities. For example, uh, cities like Indianapolis, they modernized their convention spaces. San Antonio, Nashville, Nashville just invested $625 million. Into their convention space, but we're going to do 175 million.
2: So hopefully that brings people downtown, brings <laughs> yeah, out of town, out of town business. You would think with anything jobs. with downtown, you would you would kind of mirror Nashville at this point. From what I understand, I mean I was there a million years ago and it was hopping. You know, Nashville seems to be a, a thriving place. Yeah. A few years ago, it became the place to go to record music as well, right? Yeah. Nashville's a new hotspot in
1: the Midwest. Yeah. And some changes at the uh, Parkway School District schools. If you plan on visiting one of the schools instead of uh, checking in on a paper logbook, you're now going to have to present a photo ID, like a driver's license. And then what they're going to do is they're going to scan it into a machine that will notify the school if the visitor is on the sex offender registry. Wow. If they are, the computer will automatically send an alert to the school administration and security. And right now, about half the schools have this new security thing in place, but they're saying by the end of October, all of them will. Whatever you can do,
2: man. Make the kids safe. I'm surprised this is not standard everywhere. Yeah. How is it not? Yeah. Is it maybe new? Technology? Yeah, new software. I don't know, but I would think that'd be a standard kind of thing everywhere. Yeah. Or at least but, uh, an idea by
1: now yeah yeah that's the local stuff A show tonight, a couple shows tomorrow. Got a show on Saturday. Right now, we got John Patrico here. The, the John Patrico.
3: Hey.
1: He's got his <laughs> sunglasses on and everything. I yeah. mean, I
5: just looked at I looked at the webcam. I mean, it looks ridiculous.
1: What are those? Are Ray Bans? Ray Bans. Those are nice. I know. Only the best. Are those Ray-Bans. real Ray Bans too? Yes, they are. Look at this guy over here. Yes, the Ray-Bans. This was Damn. my uh, yes, they are. birthday present from my wife.
6: He came in talking about his $150 shoes. And- Ray-Bans.
1: <laughs> and the Ray-Bans. Yes, they hey, you got are. expensive yeah. shoes um, on. Oh, Hollywood. I'm going to roll this guy my once he leaves. <laughs> Nike shirts. <laughs> my Adidas shirt. Nike shirts. <laughs>
7: shirts. <laughs> I <Shirts. laughs>
1: yeah. love he comes in and Tony and his oh dad, dad just gosh. start going right at it. You he know, know it's good it. when
2: there's three videos already what? posted. Well, how did I start
3: even
1: on. How did I
2: start it? You started it.
3: How? By being here.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's
3: this is, all it takes. Welcome to the past
6: four months of my life,
5: everybody.
3: <laughs> four, I think it's been longer than that. Shots fired. <laughs>
6: if we're going by that logic, you yeah. started it.
3: Because really. he wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. Uh, that
5: yeah, is true. Really. So this uh, is on you.
2: It thing, is on you. Made him, yeah.
1: John is here for the Craigslist yep. Freak of the Week. Yep. We'll, uh, we'll get to that in a little while. But I want to uh, continue on with news. Serious news here. Seven police officers shot in Florence, South Carolina yesterday, one of them fatally. And this is after deputies arrived at a home to serve a warrant. And the suspect, and I, I don't have his name yet, also held kids hostage in the house for two hours. The kids are right. They were released safely when, uh, when the guy was taken into custody. But the guy shot three county deputies from, uh, de- deputies from inside his home as they came to serve the warrant, then shot four city police officers as they arrived to help. And officials wouldn't say why they were there serving the warrant, but the uh, Florence police officer who was killed, 52-year-old guy, Terrence Carraway, had just marked 30 years on the force. Wow. Incredibly sad.
2: Yeah, super 30 sad. 30
1: years on the force. According to a, a new national survey done by the Woodrow Wilson National Fellowship Foundation, only one in three Americans, about 36%, can actually pass a multiple-choice test consisting of questions from the U.S. citizenship test, which is a passing score of 60, by the way. Only 13% knew when the U.S. Constitution was ratified, even on a multiple-choice
2: exam. Is this something you're very well-versed in? I, I got a little sample quiz I'll give okay. you guys. Oh boy. Because cause the tone of your voice makes it sound like this is ridiculous, but you would know. Some this of
1: stuff. these things, some and I, I have the actual like a practice. Oh, you do. A practice <laughs> test. I don't want to play. Some of these questions are ridiculously easy. I, I can understand why. Okay, so when was the US Constitution ratified? Most people would say 70, 1776. But that was the Declaration of Independence. Seventy eight? Seventeen
2: seventy eight? It's 1788. (coughs) Fail. And gone. Get out. All right. See you guys later. Uh,
1: More than half, 60%, didn't know which countries the U.S. fought uh, fought in World War II. You know that?
6: Well, yeah. Axis powers, Germany, Japan, technically Italy.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay. More than half didn't know that. And even with everything going on in the news today, 57% didn't know how many justices serve on the Supreme Court. The answer is nine,
2: yes. Ooh, I was going to say ten.
1: I didn't have an answer. Mm -hmm. 72% either incorrectly identified or were unsure of which states were part of the original 13 colonies. Only 24% could correctly identify one thing Ben Franklin was famous for. With 37% of those people thinking he invented the light bulb. I was
5: I was just going to say I bet people will say either electricity or light bulb. That would be that would be what I think that people would say.
6: Bifocals. Mhm.
5: Bifocals
1: is a good one. He was ambassador to France. I mean, he helped with the constitution stuff. Early investor in Amway.
6: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and only 24% knew the correct answer as to why the colonists fought the British. Now as far as age goes, People 65 and older scored the best on this test, with uh, 74% answering at least 6 in 10 questions right. For those under 45, only 19% passed this test, with 81% scoring a 59% or lower. So let's see how you do. Real quick. Real, uh, real quick. And these are, from the, these are from the actual U.S. citizenship test. So if you come here, you want to be a citizen, you got to take this test. What is the supreme law of the land? Shout it out if you know it. Supreme law of the land. The Constitution. Others. No, the Constitution. <laughs> the idea of self-government <laughs> is the first three words in the Constitution. What are these words? We the people. There you go, Jeff. That's
2: you, Jeff. Wow, I, was there I you even knew it. that one. What do we call the
1: first <laughs> ten amendments of the Constitution?
6: Bill of
2: Rights. Bill, uh, is it the Bill of
1: Rights. What is one right or freedom from the First Amendment?
6: Uh, right to bear arms. Or, or First Amendment, sorry. Um,
2: Freedom of speech? Freedom. Look at you over there. Anybody else? Freedom of speech. Freedom of religion? Religion? One to others? No. Freedom of... of a public press, place? Assembly. Press, press, assembly. Press assembly. Press, yeah. Yeah. press yeah. assembly.
6: I've never heard it... Spoken as the law of the—supreme law of the land.
1: Oh, yeah. The whole country based off the Constitution.
6: I understand that. I've never, that, seen, that I've never seen—I've never heard
1: yeah. the, the reference. That was question number one on the test. Damn. What did the Declaration of Independence do? Declared independence. From?
6: England.
5: So it's like so I like I. I questioned myself on that because I thought that was the too easy answer. Like yeah, that, it's
6: like they're backing you into
5: it. Yeah. The no, these are,
1: I mean, these are supposed to be pretty easy. What? What? Name one branch of the government. Judiciary. Executive. Who's in charge of the executive branch?
6: Presidente.
2: Right, no more you answer. <laughs> you're you're in. Okay, you got, oh, it. I got your it. it. Your flag's you're, over There Go. No more you answer. A, grab a flag <laughs> on you your say way out. out.
3: Thanks.
6: Well, you asked no us to No more you tutus. answer. <laughs>
3: Did you study last night. Who makes federal laws? The <laughs> uh, law the people.
2: The, the lawyers. <laughs> Congress. Yes, exactly. Congress does. If you let me finish.
1: What are the two parts of the Congress?
2: Uh, let's see. There's the outside and the inside. <laughs> Wait, no. Boy. Shirts and skirts. Uh, oh
6: my gosh.
2: Senate, Senate and the House.
1: Over here. Yeah, Senate in the House. <laughs> Senate and the House of Representatives. I was just waiting for you to answer. Tony, how many U.S. Senators are there? Oh, boy. There
5: are. A lot. <laughs> is there. There's not There's not 50, right? How many U.S. Senators are there? He's saying 25. <laughs> 100. <laughs> two from each state. Two
1: from each state. Damn it. <laughs> I knew there wasn't a half from each state. What <laughs> month do we vote for the president? November. November. Right? Who is the vice president? Dick Cheney. Right, right now? Right now. <laughs> uh, Mike Pence. That's Mike Pence, all right. If both the president and the vice president can no longer serve, I know, I know. Uh, who becomes president? Speaker of the House. No, it's the Speaker oh. of the House. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, jeffed Damn it. You I just chefed a f- out of me. Who is the commander in chief of the military? I know. President. He who signs bills that become laws?
2: Oh, the little guy in the cartoon. <laughs> What? <laughs> the little guy in the cartoon. Uh, uh, the president.
3: It's the same person.
1: Who's the chief justice of the, Uni- of the uh, United States Supreme Court? Yeah.
5: Uh, what's his name? Let's go
2: with the president again.
5: Is that guy? No. no. Um, damn it.
2: No, it's gonna, no, it it's, it's, it's damn
1: it McGill. <laughs> it's John Roberts. Roberts. Damn it. Can you tell me who the Speaker of the House is?
5: Speaker of the House, Newt Gingrich. Got it. <laughs>
1: Not for a while.
3: <laughs> Newt.
1: Can you name it? Uh, is it? Paul Ryan? Paul Ryan, yes. I like Newt Gingrich better. Yeah, me too. I Who wrote the that. Declaration of Independence?
2: It was co-wrote, but... Uh, is it uh, John Hancock? Uh, he
1: signed it. He did sign it. He signed it, yes. Jefferson yeah.
6: was an author.
2: Jefferson. I
6: Jefferson. But, I mean, it was...
1: When was the Declaration of Independence adopted? 78. 1978? 1778. <laughs> 1978. seventy-eight. You're still wrong. 2018. Got when it. When was the Declaration of Independence adopted?
6: Was that was it a year later? Was it 77? It was July
1: 4th, 1776.
6: Well, you know. Well, okay. There's some actual interesting history behind that, but go on.
1: He's
3: doubting.
6: That's it. on the test. Yeah,
1: that's this. Yeah, the, this is the
3: test. This is the U.S. Yeah. citizenship test. Did you see this guy sitting in the chair going, "No, no, 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 no." no. <laughs> no, no. I'm just Hold saying, on a second. There, there's Correct
6: some it. interesting history to that, actually. Yeah, you know. that, that's uh, that's pretty. But they but don't, don't want
3: to hear what? You're halfway You're out right. the door by the way. You're halfway to
1: Canada, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> what territory did the US buy from France in 1803?
2: The Louisiana. You got it. Louisiana. Did the it Louisiana yourself? purchase, but I mean There you go, yeah. All right, two more. There is some interesting history behind that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> name don't one Name one again, <laughs> this is this is on the test. You there's a geography portion. Oh. Name one of the two longest rivers in the US.
2: Come on. What are you looking at me? Come on. Guys, Mississippi? Next to us. I don't know. Ask him. Yeah, Mississippi is. I'll go with Mississippi. Okay. What's the other one? It's not the, the Missouri, Nile. is it? The Nile. The Missouri, Nile. Missouri yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Not the
5: Nile. <laughs> <laughs> I look at Jeffy and goes, What are you looking at me for?
1: <laughs> why does you, you he cheat? <laughs> why does the flag have 13 stripes?
6: The original colonies. colonies.
1: colonies. I didn't ask you, Moon. <laughs> I'm
5: sorry, sorry. He told you to shut your mouth. I mean, yeah. Jeff, shut your American. It's because of the original. Aunt. You were there. <laughs>
3: yeah. Yeah, Good, good one, Joe. 13 calls. The, Jeff.
6: the initial states, though, I'm not 100% sure I could get through
3: that.
6: Because uh, I don't know if, like, Vermont and, and New Hampshire, I don't know if those were a part of it. I don't know if Maine was in there. I'm hmm.
1: assuming it was, but. I don't think there was Maine. Pennsylvania, so, yeah. New York. Virginia. Connecticut, Virginia. Alaska. South Carolina. Uh-huh. Puerto
5: Rico. <laughs> Eureka. <Uranus. laughs>
1: I'm just saying I'm not Moving 100% on. sure Moving
2: we would on. nail that. Eureka.
1: Moving on. Sad guys, sad, it really is. Uh, ending, we know what ghosting is, right? Yep, we know what ghosting is. Ending a relationship by disappearing without a word is ghosting, and now more people are doing it with their jobs, they're ghosting at work instead of giving two weeks' notice or any notice at all. People are just not showing up for work, no texts. No emails, no calls. They don't respond when their employers try to reach out to them. And they're saying employees of any age can ghost, but it happens more with the younger workers. Mm. And here come the excuses: who rely more on texts and chats to communicate and are less experienced with comfortable, uh, less experienced and comfortable with uh, with tough conversations because everything's over text. Now we're starting to see. Mm-hmm. Now we're starting to see what's happening when people are graduating from from colleges and getting out there in the real world and not knowing what it's like to be in an uncomfortable situation. Social skills are are lacking because of it. This is is now we're starting to see what's happening when you remove every single roadblock from somebody's life Mm -hmm. and when they have to actually be tough and have to have a tough conversation with somebody. This is what's happening.
6: I think communication is just changing, but I don't think it's necessarily indicative of in like deep behavioral uh, changes. What I mean is, our generation did the same crap. I guarantee you there's a pretty decent percentage of 18-year-olds uh, of, of from the 90s or from the 80s that ghosted jobs, too. It just wasn't called ghosting, and there wasn't texting or any of that kind of stuff to make excuses for it. My first job I was technically 15 I was, I was working for a golf course doing caddy stuff. There was no schedule, you just show up in caddy if you're there. Technically I ghosted the place because I showed up one day and somebody wrote my name like you know in the, uh, in the, in the like caddy thing. These are like
1: career jobs like people are just not showing up. Well you said younger people yeah, like young. I, I had a job yeah. when I was in my 20s.
6: Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, and you guys never, like, uh... uh ghosted a
1: job? No. They're,
6: they're talking about not giving notice. You never just up and quit a job? Haven't we talked about this I ghosted my Mc even, job.
3: I mean, yeah, well, you have McDonald's job, but that's not a career job. Yeah, I these have have the my career that, are career jobs we're talking that, about. These are career jobs.
2: You're not talking about, like, a uh, like a high school job after school. No, I'm not talking about right. a high school
1: job. I'm talking about, jo- like, I This mean, is where your family's course- depending upon. Yeah, because there's a big article. The AP has an article on this. And the president of a recruiting company, they were interviewed in the story. And she says that low employment rates also make workers feel more empowered to just leave if they're unhappy because they think it won't affect uh, them finding another job because there's so many jobs out there. Yeah. She also says that the work ghosting follows a trend of people not showing up at job interviews that began when companies began hiring after the Great Recession. She said that some people didn't like how hiring managers during the recession wouldn't respond to resumes and emails and calls, so now they're acting the same way in return. I don't buy that part. I don't buy that at all. Yeah, I, I just mean, think don't people just don't want to have the tough conversations? Right, I think that's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm.
6: Sometimes, but I think these stats can be skewed to make your argument about me, millennials, and me, the texting, and and that kind of stuff. And and I don't think that's necessarily fair for any generation, just because. Well,
1: that's all- what's happening. That is literally what's happening. That's Th- what the story mm-hmm. yeah, is about. Yeah.
6: Things are changing. Yeah, with communication and that kind of stuff. I, I'm I'm just a, I'm a I'm not a subscriber to uh, man. What happened to my generation being the best? And 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 these kids are so stupid. And, Listen, and yesterday we had
1: a story about them banning clapping. At a college. Yeah,
6: but to because
1: college. Because it, it was triggering people.
6: But look up
1: colleges triggered their behaviors
6: 100 years ago. They're socially somewhat paralleled. I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm saying that humans, so it's are, just, humans are not it's changing just by guys.
1: It's just by chance when we're seeing all these roadblocks being removed so people kind of breeze through high school and college. And then when they're out there in the real world and they have to have these tough conversations and they have to persevere. It's just by chance now this ghosting thing as far as just not showing up to jobs or putting in two weeks' notice or not picking up the phone.
6: Well, they're dealing with different circumstances than we did, and same for our parents' generation, dealing with different things than, than we did when we were when we were young. Circumstances are changing. They're dealing with different hurdles. So, yeah, of course they're going to hit the world and hit adulthood and all that in a slightly different way with different filters and and, and different hurdles than we did. But until idiocracy is literally upon us, until we're watching a whole generation just not know how to feed themselves, you, we got to stop this. Like, the world is ending, and these kids are so dumb, and, like, the world is just so stupid. It's exactly the same stupid as it was 100 years ago, and it's trying to right itself. We're trying to refine culture. We're trying to refine our political correctness.
1: To, I
3: don't know about
6: that. Yeah, yeah, and you sound like your grumpy-ass parent did when you yeah. were a kid. <laughs> No. I don't want to this sound is, like I'm, my grumpy there's a, ass parents. There's literally, a
1: story on this, like people doing it. and, no, they're, of and they're trying to figure out why. Well, yeah, yeah. Why are they doing this? So, I, in in my opinion, this could be a part of it.
6: Oh, I'm not. It dis- could be a
1: small part of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm disagreeing. Not saying the whole part of it.
6: Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with um, with the uh, the, the circumstances because they they're drastically different. But they're dealing with a completely
1: different world than we are. But humans aren't changing. This is not the right thing to do. This is not how you. This is not how adults deal with things.
6: Oh yeah, yeah, Dude, adults. I'm, in in the specific, you're, essence, you're saying yeah, yeah. that
1: I'm, I'm just. I'm just. I crap on millennials. I'm all not the time. saying
6: you actually. I'm just saying. I'm.
1: I'm just. I'm reacting. actually. I'm actually somebody that doesn't like to crap on millennials all the time. I think it's some of the situations are funny.
6: Yeah. Oh yeah. I think we're in the same boat. I'm just saying. In general, when you
1: read these articles, they just have this overall. You are we're arguing about different things. I'm just saying. I'm I think arguing. making a like a. Uh, 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 an argument as to why they're doing this. Yeah. I think it's a valid thing to say that when all roadblocks are removed and people don't have to deal with the real world until they're actually out there and then something like this
2: happens where they have to have a tough conversation. This is a problem.
1: So I say, don't know what the hell
2: they're doing with that tough conversation because up till now it's all been texting. It's done. It's been done through text. If I got to have a tough, they're conversation they're not even answering text you, messages. That's what I'm saying. I, I, if I have to have a tough conversation with Moon, and as opposed to calling them or going face to face, I can just throw a text at them. Say hey. They're not even going that far. They're just going. I'm just going to avoid the bad thing. That's what I said. do I just, have my number. It's just a deal where
3: <laughs> today's. I don't know. I'm showing my age. The old, the young generation today has been given so much to them. That they feel, I don't, I don't need this job. I'll, I'll, bye. Goodbye. And they just don't care. Mm. They just, you know, it's just like, I'll find another job. I don't need to st- tell him I'm quitting. You'll see the ramifications just, of doing that. That's what, I mean, it's just, it's sad. I, it really is that today's world is just, I, I don't want to say everything is handed to them. But it's. No, I don't, I don't think everything's it's, handed. It's dead. just People so much easier work. To, than it was back People then. People still got to work for stuff. Yes, this, this this
1: validates, by the way, uh, what somebody told us yesterday. The big story yesterday was that Amazon said they were going to raise their minimum wage to fifteen bucks an hour.
6: Oh mm. yeah, and remember we got a message. Yeah, and this this
1: validates that because now now here's the fine print. Sure, everybody's going to get fifteen bucks an hour, but at what cost? Existing warehouse workers will no longer get stock in the company or collect bonuses. There you go. That's it. (laughs) Next month, Amazon will end bonuses, which paid workers extra based on their attendance and productivity. And they're also phasing out their restricted stock unit program, which gave shares to workers if they stayed with the company for a certain amount of years. Now, they did say they will replace that with a program next year that will
3: allow workers to buy stock, but they didn't really give any details. I mean, how far up is it going we're eliminating bonuses? Is it going to the top or is it just
5: No, no yeah, you're talking think- about oh, wh- no, Jeff whose Bezos. bonus whose bonus gets cut?
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as a matter I don't of think of it's fact, making it up all the way up Jeff there. Jeff Bezos, you yeah, know, I mean Jeff Bezos ain't gonna be going, Oh man, we're
5: well, it's
1: funny you say that because Bill Gates was was number one on the Forbes four hundred list as far as richest people go. Uh, and that streak came to an end because Jeff Bezos is now number one by far. Bill Gates' 24-year winning streak at number one on the Forbes 400 has come to an end.
3: Mm, poor guy.
1: And they put out their annual richest people rankings on Wednesday, yesterday, and for the first time ever, Jeff Bezos on top. His fortune increased by $78.5 billion since last year. So he did he have a double? Did his Did his— his worth is 160 billion dollars now. Wow! Bill uh, Gates is 97 billion. So remember. the difference between number one, and number two.
2: How about being at 97 billion and still going? Damn, I don't even know how many zeros that is. Do you think he cares? <laughs> damn it! Do you think Bill Gates cares? You know he jokingly went, "Damn yeah. it!" Do you think he really,
1: at that yeah. point in your life, do you care? Like he really says, "Uh, where's my check?" Yeah. Do you think? No, no. He, I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about the rankings. Like, no. does he care that he's not number one? Nah, I, didn't oh, I
5: was like, damn it. Now oh, what am
1: going to do? I better, Bezos, that bastard! I man. better do something to
5: get some
6: more money. <laughs> hey, Bezos.
1: It's like Rocky. Bezos number one at 160 billion. Bill Gates at 97 billion. That's number two. That's the distance. Hmm. Warren Buffett is number three at 88.3 billion. Who's number four? Who's
6: number? Tony four. Robbins. Banana hands.
1: Zucks. Uh, oh, the Zucks. Zucks. Wow, still up in Jeff, top five. Uh, I'm sorry, Jeff. Mark Zuckerberg. So wait, the top four are,
6: are Bezos,
1: Gates, Gates Buffett, who's
5: Buffett Zucks, Zucks, where's Musk? Uh,
1: not in the top ten. Mm, okay. Larry Ellison. He's Oracle, isn't he? The mm. Oracle guy. He's number five. Sounds familiar. Larry Page, who I think is Google, is number six. Then you got the Koch brothers. Tied for seven. Sergey Brin, I forget what
2: he does. I he's a, think he's a defenseman for Toronto Maple nah, Leafs. He? Yeah. Oh, he's a defenseman. And then who? Sergey Brin. Sergey Brin. <laughs> times,
5: he's also Google.
2: Yeah. So yeah, did so
1: you look him up? Yeah. Larry Page, right? Larry Page is Google. Sergey Brin is Google. Larry
5: Page co-founded Google with Brin.
1: And oh. Larry Ellison is Oracle. Correct.
6: Former tight end for the Eagles.
1: And then uh, Michael Bloomberg is uh, number nine. He's worth just $51.8 oh, He is there. struggling. Very sad yeah, to say. say. I hope yeah, he I'm makes sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, this is uh, definitely one way to get really popular at school really quickly. Not in a good way. Back in junior high, I ran for class treasurer, and uh, <laughs> I won, by the way. You're I had a fantastic sense. speech. Mm. I promised soda out of the water fountains. And, like any politician, I <laughs> never came through. But this chick, 17-year-old girl at Hartford High School in Hartford, Michigan. She's a cheerleader. And she really wanted to be elected homecoming queen. So she started uh, bribing kids uh, to vote for her a couple weeks ago by passing out pot brownies at school. (laughs) Okay. But some narc anonymously tipped off the principal. And they called the cops. And the cops say the girl passed out 12 brownies, so they managed to uh, confiscate three of them which they sent to the state lab for testing. Now, no charges have, filed, uh, have been filed yet, but the girl could be facing a felony for uh, distributing the brownies in a drug-free zone. Also, it looks like they crowned a homecoming queen this past weekend, and I don't know if uh, it was the uh, pot brownies girl, but
2: mm-hmm. been.
1: but since the uh, school says she's out of town and a, quote, family emergency, I'm guessing not. <laughs> <laughs> out of town in Mexico. That's where she is. <laughs>
2: Taking a train back from California is what she's
1: doing. Nah, she's out of the country. I guarantee it. <laughs> guarantee it. Here's a, a cop talking about it.
3: Some of these brownies were treated for votes for homecoming queen votes. And it sounds like maybe some may have been. Um, it was homecoming week. And that some may have been in goody bags for some of the, the players on the team. We've all made some poor choices. But... This is uh, extremely poor. Yep. All has got a very interesting voice. It all depends on how much you want to win. you okay. <laughs> yeah, wanted to go all the way.
2: my oh God, said. you guys. Who wants some <laughs> Vote for me. <laughs> you hear a cheerleader trying to sell brownies. Come on. Uh, all right, that's your news brought to you by Travers RV and Automotive Group. <laughs>
1: Six Walker 3146Walker. Cameras and chat room 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z show. Send us your emails, Riz Show1057ThePoint.com. Let's uh, get to sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. And- Here's Tony Petrico with your sports. Uh, Don't screw this up, Fatty.
5: Sports brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Living area locations, all the games, all the time. It's finally here, the opening of the 2018-2019 St. Louis Blues season. Is that tonight? That is tonight. Tonight, the Blues take on the Jets at at Enterprise Center. Blues uh, are suggesting that fans are in their seats by 6.45 p.m. for the pregame festivities. We talked yesterday about the full roster, but it's again linked on the blog today. Puck drops at 7 p.m. Uh, Last night, the season started with an ass whipping. Uh, the capitals beat the bruins 7-0 former blue tj oshi was uh given the honor of scoring the first goal of the 2018 25 season
1: 25 seconds in i believe yep. something like that yeah into yep. the season 25 what seconds in what a good in. game that was
5: uh, um did you guys see the uh hit that uh uh what's his name tom wilson had on oscar sunquist
2: yes i did yeah i've seen you it know multiple who didn't times sunquist
5: Sundquist. and uh guess who won't be seeing the ice for some time uh tom wilson he got 20 game suspension wow, 20 for that games? hit
1: yep Holy cow! It's a,
2: good, games. it's a good idea. Yep. It's a good idea. This is first and of all. And this is—he's a, a repeat offender. Oh they, yeah, they they mentioned Like four, four this is, times. Yeah. What the? And he—he's been suspended during the preseason. Yeah, before. It's, it's preseason yeah. too. Twenty games. Twenty wow. games. Did yep. you see the uh, the player introductions last night for Washington? No. He he came out fully dressed and everything, and skated out during the player, and the crowd went berserk, crazy nuts for the guy. I was like. He's suspended. Well, that's classic. Uh, he he came out for the pregame, yeah. uh, at least the announcement. Yeah? Well, is, Sun, is Sunquist out?
5: Uh, yeah,
2: he's hurt. I heard. think he's uh, isn't he uh, concussion protocol? I think so. Well, yeah. They, and I know for a fact he's out tonight. I don't when know. When they picked how him how up off the
1: ice, they said, "What day is it?" He said,
2: "Spaghetti." That's, right. <laughs> that's why he got <laughs> The Only reason why you asked that damn question. Uh,
5: the New York Yankees are headed to the ALDS after beating the Oakland A's 7-2 in the AL wildcard Card game. Aaron Judge gave the Yankees a head start with this.
1: A little dinger, huh? Two balls and a strike. And a draw.
5: That the, happened. The Yankees added four runs in the sixth. Uh, they stretched the lead to six, getting an RBI double from Aaron Hicks. Then Chris Davis hit a two-run homer, and here come the A's. Six to two, and that was it. Seven to two final. Uh, the uh, Yankees, or I'm sorry, eight to two because a two-run RBI triple from Luke Voigt, and then he scored on a sack fly. A uh, so.
1: wild was own Luke yep. Voigt. I Yan- didn't realize he went to he went to Lafayette.
5: Yeah. Uh, the Yankees will next face the Boston Red Sox in a best-of-five series for the ALDS, and then uh, that begins Friday, October 5th at Fenway.
2: Sundquist has been moved to injured, reverse, or injured reserve, which means he will miss at least the first two games.
5: Uh, baseball notorious for being stat-obsessed, and uh, speaking of Chris Davis of the A's, he finished the regular season with a 247 batting average for the fourth straight year. 247 exactly.
2: <laughs> for four years in a row? Four <laughs>
5: years straight, he finishes with a two forty seven. Crazy mathematical probability. Now, th- it's not surprising that he's the first player in baseball history to do this. Those that j- have at least 400 bats per season. And what's even crazier, in his only other full season in 2014, he hit two forty four. So, two forty four
1: and then four straight years of and .247. And he plays for the Orioles? Plays for the A's. Oh, the A's. What well, yep. did you hear the story about the guy from the Orioles? I don't know if you can do that one. I don't have that. The gentleman who is paid, I think, I, f- I forget what his salary is, has the lowest batting average in the history of any Major League Baseball
5: player. Oh, yeah, in the yeah, 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 yeah. We talked okay. about that earlier.
1: I think he ended the season with a batting average of 168.
5: Oh, it went up because when we first talked about him, it was 163.
1: Wow. He's like player? first
5: baseman for the Orioles, That's I believe. And he, he's, he's not a this,
1: pitcher? This is a field player, right? <laughs> yeah. He's a field player. Wow. And in baseball's modern era, nobody has ever had a lower batting average. Find out that guy's name wow. and, and how much he's getting paid because wow. he just got a huge-ass contract. Yeah,
5: like two years ago, he signed like a mega deal. I, I don't want to. Th- I think it's the it Golden Sh- Glove
2: or, guy? Th- they got rid of their uh, their got, manager. yeah. Uh, Chris, Davis. Chris Davis. Chris Davis. Yeah, thank you. Yep.
1: Uh, tonight, week what five. What was his final batting average? One sixty-eight. One sixty-eight. And how much is he getting paid? Oh boy, uh, big old article. Sorry, it doesn't say. How
6: many gold gloves has this guy got? How like how, how is he playing? This is an
5: exception, ab, abs, exceptionally
2: bad gear for him. Here we go. Okay, uh, so. There are still four years and ninety-two million dollars remaining on a seven-year, I 161 One sixty-eight. One sixty-eight. And this isn't a—he uh, can
3: only do better.
2: <laughs>
6: yeah, this isn't. I—I I had four at-bats against some badass pitchers. This is a hundred. Uh, this is a one-sixty-eight over five hundred and twenty-two
1: players. Yeah yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 Worse than Major League Baseball history. Yep.
6: Uh, tonight,
5: week five kicks off with the Patriots hosting the Colts. Kickoff is at 720 on Fox. Make sure you get your picks in. 105.7thepoint.com slash picks. Uh, Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell. He told ESPN that he is playing football in 2018 and he does not expect to be traded. He says that he believes that he will be joining the Steelers sometime between week seven and eight. So,
1: okay. Why not? Why not? Is he not ready to go? I, I don't know. It just says he. He like says you he start wants to go. Going to practice.
5: He says he will plan on being ready for the Week Eight matchup against the Cleveland. Like Browns. What has he been doing? I,
1: I, kicking it. just like, I, I need another week it's or two. Chilling. I just need another week or two. Yeah. <laughs> what? Be, if I'm a almost, fan, I'm
5: almost done with Halo. I gotta just give me. If a few I were a Steelers weeks, fan, I'm not a
1: boo guy. Game. I'm not a boo you guy. But boo you. Yeah. If I'm a Steelers fan,
5: boo you. Yeah. yeah. I uh, you jerk! I, I don't know how many of you guys saw this, but have you guys seen what's been going on with uh, Cristiano? I
1: can't remember. I it's run. Ronaldo.
5: Well, police have opened up. Police in Vegas have opened up a criminal investigation at the request of a woman who says that Ronaldo sexually assaulted her back in 2009. Last week, an attorney filed a complaint and uh, saying that his client said Ronaldo was the one that assaulted her. Um, she says that they were in a Vegas hotel room, and uh, this is basically what happened. She, I mean. It, 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 it happened in 2009 They opened it in 2009 There wasn't enough evidence uh, As to have anything happen But now she's coming forward And she's saying that there is evidence and, and the police are saying in her civil suit That she did not provide detectives With the location or the uh, of the incident Or a good description of the suspect And now she's coming out and saying Well, it was Ronaldo Which is weird that she's opened up the civil and now they're they're reopening up as far as police are concerned. Ronaldo, who plays for Juventus, he's saying this is fake fake news. And the civil complaint says that Catherine, who's the woman, was coerced into signing a non disclosure agreement in 2010 and she got a settlement of three hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. She's asking for general damages, special damages, punitive damages, and special relief. And we're talking over $50,000 as far as her civil lawsuit is concerned. But uh, Ronaldo is sticking to it and saying this is not true. Prove to me this is true. This is not true. This is fake. This is false. This is false. We'll, we'll see how it plays out. Yep. Uh, Finally here, former Clemson running back C.J. Fuller. Uh, He played last year with uh, Clemson. uh, I'm sorry, two years ago, uh, 43 games. He actually was pretty important in their national championship game. He uh, ran the uh, kickoff back that uh, set up the game-winning drive. Uh, Unfortunately, he left Clemson and said that uh, because he wasn't a starter, he wasn't getting much playing time. He transferred. He was going to play somewhere else as a graduate transfer. And really, really few details on this. He died yesterday at the age of 22. Oh, gosh. Yeah, they don't have any details as far as medical history or anything like that. They just posted, uh, they being Clemson, our thoughts, prayers, and deepest sympathies are with CJ's family. I'm crazy, man. Really crazy story there. I'm Patrico. That's your sports. And boom goes the dynamite. The resudo Show. Headline hoosh. Brought to you by 123mortgage.com, American Financial Network, NMLS, number 237341.
1: Boy, you know what I love? Passive-aggressiveness. Oh, that's my favorite. These are the little games we play, you know. This is why I'm such a brutally honest guy. And I love the brutal honesty of my house. I don't like the passive-aggressive games. Anyway, so let's go to Tampa, Florida, shall we? Where last Tuesday, 31-year-old Holly Acres decided to go on a cleaning binge and vacuum their house at 3 in the morning. Okay. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. And it woke the husband up. I don't know his exact age, but he's over 65. So he's at least 34 years older than her, or more than twice her age. So he tried moving rooms to get away from the noise, but she kept following him. (laughs) So it sounds like maybe somebody's trying to cause a little drama. Mm -hmm. There's the passive aggressiveness. And they got into a fight about it, and she hit him on the nose with one of the vacuum cleaner attachments. (laughs) Those hurt, (laughs) man. Uh, he only ended up with a scratch, but he called the cops. Uh, she denied hitting him. But now she's facing a felony charge of battery on a person 65 or older. <laughs> so here you go from Tampa, Florida, 31 year old Holly Akers. You are today's Headline news. The Rizzuto Show. So we got Jeremy Piven coming in around 9 o'clock. Up next, though, the reason John Patrico's here Craigslist Freak of the Week. show. Uh, Here we are, folks. It's Thursday. You know what that means. The freaks come out. (laughs) The freaks come out on Thursday. Time for the Craigslist Freak of the Week, sponsored by Dirt Cheap, 12 area locations. Cheap, cheap. Fun, fun. Well, John Patricos here. We got three brand new ads for you. Yep. All coming from uh, the international versions of Craigslist. We go to Amsterdam, we're going to British Columbia, and we're going to, I think for the first time, South Africa. Oh South Africa. Right? South Africa. Welcome. South Africa. G'day, mate. No? That's
2: <laughs> not it. <laughs> <laughs> no. On your no? Way. All right. <laughs> Close?
1: Am I in the neighborhood? Not no
2: way. <laughs> I need to make
1: a hard. Trip on the Bobby, no? Uh, all right. Uh, you're gonna vote for your favorite freak via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show. Voting will officially be open when uh, John reads the third and final ad. But all you chat roomers, 1057thepoint.com slash get in the chat room. We need your names for these freaks. Identifiers. One of, the, uh, one of these ads moving on to the next round of the Freak of the Year playoffs. Vying to be on that Jerry Sandusky memorial plaque. So it's this week and then next week, and then that's it? That's it. Oh, my God. Wow. As far as new ads go. Then we get into the playoffs. Woo, man. John Patrico, are you ready? I am ready. The rock star himself. Uh-huh. Craig's is Freak of the Week. Here is ad number one.
3: Medical help needed. Woman for anyone. 51-year-old Amsterdam. I've got a big problem and need your help. I just found out that I've got asthma. I've been having a pretty serious issue with catching my breath recently. No fun. The only relief I get is when I smoke marijuana. Of course, the downside is that it irritates the asthma severely. I've got a workaround. You toke and blow the smoke through my privates. (laughs) My online research shows that the membranes in my genitals absorb the THC through the smoke. It's supposed to be a different type of high. Please come over and smoke me up, vaginally, or even through the rear door. You will light up and blow while I lie on my back. No pervs, please. If you have some experience with this before, email me with your story. Your advice is also welcome. Looking for pros and nobody under 30. I don't need any immature fools in here. Thank you. All right. Oh, sure. Don't. That's the first one. <laughs> no problem. That's of. the first. That's the first ad. Hey. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> that's that's uh,
1: where we're starting. Right? That's that right. we're setting the base level uh, right there, guys. This is
3: a new one. Ooh. Never heard this one before.
1: So this wow. is somebody with uh with uh, a pretty uh, serious asthma issue. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> that's not the only issue, but all
1: right. <laughs> and the only relief she gets is when she smokes pot. But on on the downside, you know, smoking
3: pot. With asthma is oh, not good, yeah, so bad. Mm. she did some research online. <laughs> I wouldn't uh, I know where she went to look, for, look this up at. Come I'll, on. I'll send you some links. Okay. <laughs> so you toke and you blow smoke through her privates, and hmm.
1: apparently the membranes over there are supposed to... Over there. <laughs> absorb, <huh>? Absorb <laughs> the <there>. THC.
2: <laughs> but no pervs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't she look- said,
1: please. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for pros and nobody under 30.
3: Okay. Wow. All right. Why is age matter? I don't know. I don't want to know who told her that this is a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's
5: <laughs> researched you this. Know the best part is somebody was like, hey, this is what you do. And then she goes, ah, she walked away. And then they go, I think she for real believed me. Uh-huh. I think she really believed me there.
1: Here, let me show uh-huh. you. Different kind of high though, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a body high than anything else. <laughs> that uh, oh, like secondhand boy.
3: smoke? <laughs> sound, you know, I like don't know what's into. going on here,
1: John. Either you uh. also go through the rear door too.
3: Oh
5: yeah, of <laughs> somebody, somebody says, "Why wouldn't you just eat edibles?" What an idiot! This is not a smart person. I mean, this is not uh, this yeah, is not a br- <laughs> <edibles>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, trying to reason with this person. Sure.
5: All right, names. All right, there's three really good names, and, and you guys let me know here. Uh, Sherry Potter. Okay. Emily Blunt.
1: Ooh, that's oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah. Dude, Vegina Davis.
7: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also like vaginally, by the way. I'm not yeah, not Let's is. not Let's not gloss over that. <laughs> vaginally. Uh, I kind of like Emily Blunt. Yeah. yeah. I think that's that's my yeah. least favorite of the three, but whatever.
2: What do you guys say? They're all great. Yeah. Can't go wrong here. I like Emily Blunt. I'm a fan. Well, who doesn't? I, I don't know if it needs to be unanimous, but I like that <laughs> one. All right, Emily, Emily Blunt. Let's go, Emily Blunt. I want all to be happy. With Although the names.
1: they're all great names. Sorry.
2: <sighs> oh, my. saw so something else come over? No, I no, just saw at the how you do that particular thing.
1: It there, ain't pretty. There it is, works. There is something that tells you. It does huh? work, huh? All right. Uh, John, we ready yeah. for okay. ad number two? Okay. Oh, my. Craigslist the Away coming at you.
3: Naked and riding. Man for man. 51 year old, Grand Forks, British Columbia. Sometimes at night, I like to strip down naked, up on my Apollo 125, and just cruise the streets. It's when I'm at my happiest the skies, the stars, the way the wind kisses my naked body. ...as I speed through the streets. It's pure ecstasy. Willing to share with another bear. We get naked, you hop on, dock, and hang on for the ride of your life. Where are we? After a couple times, we'll get the position right. But I guarantee that we'll make this work. I'll try to avoid the speed bumps, unless it's something you want. You don't have to do much... (laughs) The bike does most of the work. When we're done with our ride, I'll make you dinner, and we will have crazy, sweaty, hair-bear sex. (laughs) You want to do this a couple times a week? Great. Been riding dirty for five years now and haven't been arrested. Be my midnight rider. Oh, my (laughs) God. (sighs) Jeff, as a... uh, a (laughs) Deja as motor- vu as a
2: motorcyclist. <laughs> I'll pass on this. Thank you very much. Don't tell me you haven't tried it. Come on. You you, you missed me. Are you you lost me after the hop on and dock? Sorry.
3: <laughs> hop on and I dock. Mean, this
2: is not
1: safe, guys. What at it? Think. Winds blowing you. This is you not. Know? This is not safe. All right. This is uh, at a Grand Forks, British Columbia. Uh huh. This guy wants to do a ride naked with you. Yeah, and obviously they don't have police there, because don't tell me you've never been caught. He's been riding dirty for five years. Oh, now, yeah, John. he's never been <laughs> caught. Hasn't okay. been arrested. Who knows what time of night he does it at? Uh, you know. Are they wearing, wearing helmets? <laughs> are they wearing helmets? Yes, of course out? they are. All right. yeah. They're both wearing helmets. Does that matter? That's it. <laughs> God, hot uh, And then uh, after, uh, after you get done with the ride, you know, dinner and then some crazy uh, hairy bear sex.
3: <laughs> dinner, of course. What more could you ask for?
1: Yeah, I don't know how rural this is. I mean, who knows if it's—I—I I it's, don't—I don't really know British Columbia. I know Grand Forks specifically. Gosh,
5: All right, names. Darn it. <laughs> oh, there's a couple here. We got Sleazy Rider. That one came <laughs> over. Uh, Doc McStuffin.
1: Uh, we also have
5: Harley Davidson. Ooh. I also like Travis Astrana. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think I like Harley Davidson. Yeah.
2: Same. There it is. Is an Apollo 125 a good bike? I don't know. I've uh, never Jeff? Yeah, I don't know that one. Although I think it's a 125. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> the size of the engine. Okay. Yo, that's a tiny bike. <laughs> oh, a oh, my bike?
7: god,
6: really? Yeah, that's, 125 is like a
2: little little It's uh, dirt, dirt bike. bike. Apollo
5: 125cc oh dirt it made bike it even How worse. That and they happen. want big
6: bears on there. Okay. <laughs> Dude,
2: that's like a $800 bike.
6: Yeah, that's uh, like a, it's like a beginner's dirt bike, not not like a pit
2: bike. Hilarious! Just, just well, about. how are two dudes going to get on this? thing? makes it That makes it even better. So like a clown bike. That's why we're knocking first.
6: I mean, it'll tear up. It for it'll safety up purposes, a field and it's a lot of fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, all right.
1: Harley Davidson is uh, nominee number two. Jesus! Uh, and John, ready for the third yeah. and final one? Here
3: we go. Craigslist freak of the week, ad number three. She's out. You're in. Man for anyone. 40 year old cape town south africa please don't email me how horrible i am okay. i already know i don't need to hear it from you my wife hasn't had it for quite some time she's nasty <laughs> we got married she gained about seven kilos she doesn't take care of herself and disgust me she looks terrible She got hurt two weeks ago and needs surgery. While she is in the hospital, I'm going to mess around a lot. This guy is horny as hell. (laughs) Men, women, I don't care. I'm ready to get down. You've got to be out before Sunday at 5 o'clock. If you can do it, let's set it up. Don't be uglier than my wife. (laughs) Send me a pic for approval. I'm a top, bottom, and both. Uh-huh. If you can dish it, you better be able to take it. I'm willing to match you the whole way. No dark skins are Indians. Thanks. Okay. Yikes! Yeah, this did. guy's just a jerk. He's a <laughs> real jerk. <laughs> Thanks. Seven kilos
6: ain't much. That's like fifteen pounds.
3: Is it fifteen pounds?
6: I- if if that.
1: Uh, right. That's apparently fifteen pounds too much for him. Well, bet. Because he's gonna mess around you a lot. A lot. Like, she's just decided, I guess, just let herself go after they got married.
3: Hmm. That's it. You're done. It's a shame. Bye. Man. And
1: she's in the hospital.
6: A big yeah. dinner and certain type of evening, and I could put seven kilos on.
3: I mean, anybody <laughs> could. You know what I mean? A good point. Uh, yeah, but she's ugly. She, uh, she's that ugly. Doesn't she, she <laughs> looks terrible. Uh-huh. She
1: doesn't take care of herself. She disgusts yeah. him. So, he's going to cheat a lot while she's in the hospital. A lot with everybody. Go for it, buddy. Men, women, he don't (laughs) care. Top, bottom, (laughs) both. Just don't be uglier than the wife. He's got standards, guys. (laughs) Boy, what a jerk. Uh, Names.
5: I wrote down one name and one name only. One of the best that we've ever had
1: Cheat Loaf. (laughs) (laughs) Cheat Loaf. (laughs) All right. That's incredible. (laughs) <laughs> Cheat loaf it is. All right, guys, there are your three nominees. It's time to get to voting. We have uh, nominee number one, Emily Blunt.
5: That's the lady who has asthma, and she gets relief by smoking marijuana, but the uh, relief also comes with irritation from the smoke. So she wants you to come over. She's going to strip down naked, and you smoke her out uh, vaginally or through the other way.
1: All right, then you got Harley Davidson.
5: That is the guy who is going to get on apparently a very small dirt bike and he gets naked and rides through the streets and he's looking for you to join him. Just all you got to do is strip down naked, sit down, dock, and let's ride.
1: All right, That's and you it. just heard from Cheatloaf. Cheatloaf. That's <laughs> a tough one. This is a tough week. I don't know who really stands out.
3: Mhm. Uh, John? Yeah. Who are we going to vote for? Well, Cheatloaf is just he's a jerk. Like you he said, jerk. he's an ass. You know, this guy's just Wife going in the hospital. I'm gonna see what I can do. So it's one and two, and wow, them are so close to being bad. But I gotta go number one because right, just the one. there's a bathroom thought, right, right. Thank you. Yeah, you know, just a thought of what them <laughs> oh, two gosh, are. That's, that's low hanging. <laughs> that was him. That was a guys. That. You're
6: talking front door, Jack. back door. Yeah, it's bad. Just, it's say it. It's a race to that kind of fruit. Yeah. yeah. All right,
1: Emily Blunt for
6: John yes. uh, King Scott. Who are we going with? He's not sure. He's shaking his head. Hmm. He's gonna go.
1: Da 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 Come on, give me number two. two. All right, no, two. he's wrong going. Davidson.
2: <laughs> Jeff, I'm going number one. Emily Blunt. There's other ways oh, of doing things. As a bike rider, you didn't stay with your. This, as, I'm not saying it wasn't close, <laughs> he's, John.
6: He's a little too close. To I number think two, Emily hey.
1: <laughs> is is not not only a freak, but a giant
3: dummy. Uh. And oh, to a very, believe
1: that you can—a very
3: naive uh, person—and yeah. the person doing this also is going to be very really dumb. She's going to get the pervs.
1: Oh, she said, "Please, no pervs." Yeah, but she—yeah, uh, oh, yeah. she said, "Please." I don't know. I'm going. I'm going. Emily Blunt. That's my gut. Moon.
6: Yeah, I was fifty-fifty on one and two, so I'm going to respect my elders and go with Papa Patrico here. Number one.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, and and be a tones.
6: You got it. Emily <laughs> Blunt.
1: All right, there you go. There are your three. We got Emily Blunt. We got Harley Davidson. We got Cheatloaf. You'll vote via Twitter at R-I-Z-Z Show, and we'll have the winner uh, tomorrow morning when we sign on. That's way we give uh, our podcasters a chance to vote. At R-I-Z-Z Show, uh, vote for your favorite
3: freak. The Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point.
1: Boy, what a nice surprise, guys. Ribs from Pappies. Oh, I, I was talking about how much I love Pappies. And their ribs. Did I not say I was going to stab somebody for a pappy's rib? Did, I believe you yesterday. You purchased a knife. Oh, you know what it was? We had a headline who story yesterday about, I guess, uh, two brothers. They were fighting over leftovers, leftover ribs. And the one brother stabbed the other brother in the stomach. And then somebody said, huh, he won. You'd stab somebody over some ribs? I said, yeah, over pappy's ribs. Mm-hmm. Damn but right look. I would. And look at that. And look, pappy's ribs here.
3: Yeah, man, I'm leaving. I'd, I'd you guys stab
1: somebody uh, over Halle Berry. <laughs> <laughs> Pappy's, by the way, congratulations, 10 year anniversary. I know they had a big uh, celebration over the weekend. So, Pappy's 10 years in business. And if you check out their website, pappysmokehouse.com, I guess they're going to be involved in some of these uh, great charities in the area Cardinal Glenn, and Shriners, Ronald McDonald House, Children's Hospital. Pretty awesome. That's great. So I uh, thank you to Pappy's for the ribs. You know, you know the weight of my heart through my stomach. You yeah. know it.
6: Our guest is going to come in here. It smells like barbecue heaven. <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: yeah, that's right. if he notices? That's right. <laughs> well, one legend leaves. Another comes in. John oh, Patrico. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, thank you very much for the Craigslist Freak of the Week. Who are we shouting out this week?
3: Uh, we're going to shout out to my honorary granddaughter, is uh, Leah Ruppel. Or you know, she's not honorary. A she is your granddaughter. Well, she's no, not. No, she's no. not. But it's it's, I,
5: it's his granddaughter's cousin.
3: Okay, yeah, but the I claim her as yeah, a no. granddaughter anyway. She, uh, we spent a weekend at uh, Fast Eddie's for her twenty first birthday. Oh, me. how about nice. that?
6: Look at that. That's fun. You
3: know. I've been to Fast Eddie's in a long time. I Man. have not either, and I went twice this weekend. Look at look at this guy.
1: Friday wow. And this Saturday. guy's a party animal right I'm here. Awesome. Yeah, well, don't. thank you, John. It's always thank a, you. always a privilege and an honor to have you in studio for the Craigslist of Freak for of the week. The Rizzuto Show. Welcome back to The Riz Show. The phone number, 3146 Walker. Cameras in chat room, 1057 thepointcom slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. And we got a friggin' Emmy winner here. We got a friggin' Golden Globe winner, Mr. Jeremy Piven in studio. Hey! Woo! Man. Can't tell you, man. I'm, I'm
4: geeking out a little bit. Huge I, fan. Listen, I, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be in St.
1: Louis. Dang, you were talking off the air like you spent a lot of time here.
4: Yes, I I grew up in Chicago. Uh, My college roommate is from U-City, so I drive up here. And uh, my boys who come to visit me, so and you know we're rivals, obviously with the Cardinals and the Cubs and mm-hmm. whatnot. That's right. And so you know, I we you guys feel like my second home. So I'm I'm so excited to perform for you guys tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday at Helium. See the transition, boys. I didn't see a transit, seam. There was no scene. There were no Great seams, segue. Mm. And I'm shaving right as we speak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you walk in, I'm doing a, a, a yeah. commercial for a vasectomies. Yeah, so, I, welcome. No, welcome. Brother, I gentleman. brought my
4: straight razor, <laughs> uh, and I'm just getting after it.
1: I'm telling you, man. You're, so you're great a underwear, done, by the way. Thank you, you. You've done a million movies. You've done <laughs> yeah. obviously the TV thing. Uh, yeah. Now you're doing stand-up, which is your kind of first. Is this your first big tour doing the stand-up stuff? Absolutely,
4: it, it is my first big tour. And you know what? I, I have to say, if I didn't have a background at Second City, which I'm sure you guys know, out of mm-hmm. Chicago, um, so sketch comedy and improv and I, I grew up at the Piven Theater. My parent, my family has a theater there. So I've been on stage my whole life and have so much respect for stand-up. I can't even tell yeah, you. Yeah,
1: but now you're by yourself. This is yeah. you and a microphone and yeah. a spotlight, and you can't rely. So, so sketch comedy, improv, there's other people on stage with you.
4: Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. Listen, there is no substitute for being alone writing your own story alone on the mic and carrying the entire evening yourself. Mm -hmm. There's no substitute. And if you come out to Helium, I will either bomb (laughs) or I will make you laugh from beginning to end. And by the way, (laughs) it is my honor. I'm grateful to be here, and I'm excited about this. I mean, look, um, I'm a performer. Uh So uh, I'm I'm telling stories. I'm entering into those characters, you know? Uh And... Uh, it's real stand-up. It's not me taking a victory lap, doing a Q and A, running the clock out. That's not going to happen. Yeah. This is a show. Good for you. This is a show. I'm this doing sta- show. no, no. I'm doing I'm doing stand-up for an hour, and uh, you know it's my job to be a really fast learner, um, and you know I learn from every guy that opens and features for me. Uh, I'm in graduate school and it's my job for me listen I'm the headliner so I've got to crush it I've got I've got to bring it otherwise why would I
1: waste your time so so basically you got started doing the stand-up thing doing kind of these emceeing char- these charity functions wow
4: someone's done their homework mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you are you are well versed and shaved thank my you. friend
1: you.
2: <laughs> I and love that. Thank you.
4: I
1: appreciate
2: and that. he can't get you pregnant.
4: <laughs> yes. As we, I'm as we get learned. You as we learned five minutes ago. You are the white Tracy Morgan. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah.
1: So you kind of got the bug. Got the bug, yeah. Doing well, that. Um
4: yeah, I they asked me to do some charity for the some underprivileged kids over at the at the Laugh Factory in L.A., I got up with the great Russell Peters. It was great. Yeah, he's he's a genius, and no one works the crowd better. And I knew that's what I was going to be doing with uh, I was going to be working the crowd with him. So we were basically emceeing the night. So I thought, look it, there's no one better at... I'm really good at knowing my limitations. So I thought, I need to work up some bits because... As much of an improviser as I am, I've never navigated crowd work. Mm. So I worked some bits up, and they actually worked. And that's when I got the bug. And I just thought, wait a minute, this is incredible. You could think of funny stuff, you run it with your boys, and then somehow it works in in a large group of people. Uh-huh. This is amazing. I'm 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 hooked. And I just started getting up. You know, in three minutes turns into five, turns yeah. into twelve, turns into fifteen. Then you got a thirty minute set. Have then- you bombed yet? I have. There's a there's a place called the Dime, uh, in in L.A. W- which, you know, it, no one pays. It's you know Monday and Tuesday nights. You just go in there and you wander in, and usually people are there to see the DJ afterwards, so they're not there to see you. And there's a couple comics, and comics are rough. They're tough. They're in the back with their arms folded. And, uh-huh. You know, so it, it's it's a it's a room that's not built for comedy. They may not know who you are. It's a blinding little pin light. So you can't see anything and you can't hear anyone. And it was and I remember bombing and thinking, I, I don't have it.
1: So you're back. So basically at this particular place, your background noise. Not Other even. Things- I wouldn't even
4: I wouldn't flatter myself and say I was background <laughs> noise. But
1: nobody said, Oh my god, there's Jeremy Piven on stage. Mm.
4: I think this particular uh, demographic didn't have a reference for me. Uh, they were just like what who,
1: demographic doesn't have a reference for honestly with your body of work, with, with with everything you've done from Seinfeld to listen, Entourage I, to- I think
4: there 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 were a couple millennials there that were there to see the DJ. They thought, who is this viciously mediocre white boy? <laughs> you know, and I was I, it well, an urban crowd? It was a very urban crowd. And um which by the way, um I grew up being one of the only white boy in Chicago, uh, in, in every scenario, including playing football and all those things. And so I was very lucky to, to live in an integrated place uh, just outside of Chicago called Evanston. Uh-huh. And so that's part of my demographic. But this particular crew didn't have a reference for me. And by the way, I need that. And they call it heavy lifting. I need to go into those rooms and see how can I get a group of people that don't know me. They, they're, not, they're not feeling it. Um, they're not going to give me, there's no gimmies here. You know, I'm not going to, it's not a home hometown crowd mm-hmm. here. How you do I get them? them? How do I They're win them? Over. How do I win that, win my freedom? And, uh, you know, I, I remember my buddy Adam Hunter, who I've I've toured with and opens for me, who runs the evening, came out and said, this is what, this is the gym that you did, you did, you did well. And I didn't, he was being kind, but I, I stuck it out. I hung in there, you know, with them. And the next set I did at the comedy store was a breakthrough moment because what usually happens is you bomb and you stay with it and then you're rewarded next time you go on stage because they did know who I was yeah. and I'd already done the heavy lifting and worked through that. So I was rewarded. And you know, when I get up at helium tonight and the next few nights, these are going to be people that have come to see me. Yes. They know who you are. They know who I am, but yet it and they'll give you the love for a couple minutes And then you got
1: to earn those Mm -hmm. laughs. Like I got a babysitter, I got a babysitter, and I'm coming to see Jeremy Piven. Yeah, your name got you Mm -hmm. on stage, but you gotta you gotta earn it once you're there.
4: Absolutely. How did you know
1: you bombed that night? Um, Did you just get off stage and go, "Wow, that was woo,
4: man!" Yikes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Because stuff that I knew would get laughs weren't getting any laughs. So then you start doubting yourself. Then you start going, "Okay, is it all a lie?" Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Am it,
1: I really funny? And maybe I'm
4: not. Maybe this is real and all the other stuff wasn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, then you start doubting everything. Yeah. And then you're like, yeah, I'm not cut out for it. It's just not going to happen. And listen, comics go through that. And I'm, yes, I got to skip the line because I've been on the stage and been an actor for many decades. And people know who I am. So, but for me to get up into those rooms is really paying my dues. And just getting, you know, I didn't know I didn't have to do a decade of it like most stand ups do. But I do really respect what they've what they have to mm-hmm. go through and what I try to go through as often as I can. Don't you, don't
5: don't you right. think that as as somebody that especially a lot of people know from television, or from film, it's almost as if you're at a disadvantage because they expect you already to be up on that stage and be funny. Oh, he's hilarious. He's gonna kill this. Right. And then you go up there and it's a completely
4: different animal.
1: Well, are people thinking they're gonna go see Ari Gold on yeah. stage?
4: Yeah, I welcome that because, I, to be honest, the, the I, I want the biggest challenge possible because I just mm-hmm. want to push myself and get better as as fast as I possibly can because I'm, I'm in love with the form and I've been a fan of it forever. And uh, so if they have expectations, I remember one of the club owners said, are you okay disappointing them? And I was like, why? He goes, because they're going to expect you to be working on the, the level that you have been as an actor. And I said, "Man, I'm not here to disappoint anyone at all. And that's if I disappoint anyone, it's a disaster. And so I want them to have these expectations, mm-hmm. so that I can rise to it. And it, it, that that pressure every night just makes me better. You know, I'm, I'm uh, after the shows, I'm there taking notes and working and trying to work out this set. And um, oh, you're being very cerebral it. about it too. Well, yeah, you have to, you have to yeah. be. And you know, I do." I do impressions. And
1: I I heard, I heard you do like a Stallone. Yeah, you do a bunch of different impressions. Yeah. And I mean, you actually thing, ran I, into Stallone once.
4: I ran into Stallone, and you know what's funny is, he he has these crazy. He's one of these guys who fancies himself, you know, really funny. You know, it's always the guys who are like, oh man, that he he does straight straight drama. He said, "You might have a good time. You need a good watch."
1: That's a joke. That's his joke. That's a dad joke. That's a dad dad joke, joke, right? That's a dad joke. And then you remember in... Did you laugh uncomfortably? Uh,
4: Yeah. Stallone. (laughs) All, but, you know... All, but you—do you follow him on Instagram? It's amazing.
6: Oh, we will now.
4: You know, <laughs> hey, everybody, you got to keep punching. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to the gym yeah, today. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, by the way, those are my turtles.
1: Cuff link. <laughs> I'm going to do. I'm out counting. We're going to do a thousand chin-ups. You know what I'm saying? Oh, he, he actually just put a picture of himself as the new Rambo.
4: Yeah, I'm doing Rambo right now. I'm, I'm you know, I'm totally ripped. You know, Rambo doesn't have a lot of dialogue, but I got to be, you know, I got to be ripped.
1: Did you, sh- you shook his hand? Is it like a just giant, I shook like- his
4: hand. It's just, he's got that old man strength, you know
1: what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like I just giant, snorted like, a big meat. fat
4: line of creatine. <laughs>
1: That's great. That's great. So it's stories, it's, it's jokes, stories, it's yeah, impressions.
4: It's impressions, but it's like, you know, for instance, and I hate to get into the technicalities of stand-up.
1: Like, I, you, listen, I don't know if you heard or not. Uh, oh, here we go. Oh, uh, right. who, I right. did, who had six I, minutes? Who I had six minutes? I did a stand-up myself. How'd it once. go? It went great. There you go. I, go. Did, uh, I did a tight you, five. Thank you. I got okay. a, uh, a tight sold, five. Okay, And I sold out helium. Sold out Helium. Bro,
4: you better sell. If you can't sell out Helium, you're, you're their guy.
1: I sold it out. You've, uh, you've got
4: the perfect platform
1: to promote yourself. Yeah, I sold it out, crushed it, crushed it. That's and amazing. Then I and then retired. And then retired. Yeah, yeah, you know, checked it off the it list. It was a walk-off. <laughs> he, it was. Off. he did walk it I said, off. Wait nothing will be better than this. He backflicked really? the mic why, and then said do it? Oh, I, my God. I did it.
4: That's amazing. I did
1: it. Dude. I got through did, it.
4: Did you document it? It's, oh, it's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, podcast. it's, it's it's podcast. podcast it, yeah. That's amazing. It's
1: on the podcast. Yeah, it's a
4: great feeling, isn't it? It's a, it's an amazing feeling. It was a great feeling when yeah. I was done and I said, cool, never again. That's well you're, <laughs> that's cool. I mean, you're smart. I mean, for the rest of us that, that, you know, are needy and incredibly emotional and have, you know, large holes in our soul. Well, that that's need why to be I filled. have this
2: radio show. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> I do this four hours a day, five days a week. So there you go. You got it. I ma- got it. You mentioned being able to, and I'm quoting you, skip the line. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten any blowback from P- from comedians that are still working? That's out? You know what? jealousy.
4: No, you know not to, not to my face, but I think the word is out how much respect I have for this game and for all the comics. Um there isn't some something that I can't learn from anyone and everyone. You know, like the guys that'll be opening and featuring for me tonight, I just want to pick their brains. And I'm a rookie. So I, you know, and I understand that. If I was coming into it bossing people around. and Well, they know you're taking
1: a- it seriously. I mean, you're yeah. taking notes and asking comics about it, and they want to get better. Right. Oh, yeah. You're not going on your name alone, just getting up there, selling tickets. Remember, no. tra- remember Charlie Sheen did that whole tour? Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. sold tickets and had no clue what he was doing on stage. Right. They had to yeah. bring somebody in. To kind of corral him. Like, dude, you're selling out places. You need to do something. Right. But, dude, I have tiger Blunt surging <laughs> through my body,
4: dude. Okay, you know what? I can't believe I forgot. totally forgot that I was Mike, dude. If I had a big, fat joint. Remember his what, website? weirdo.com. Well, <laughs> <laughs> was it weirdo.com? Dude, no, that's I'm, our website. Dude, I'm crushing the game, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I'm sure when you walk around, people think you are. And, and, and just to say that before Entourage, you had, what, 40 movies under your belt. Yeah. Before Entourage. Yes. So Entourage was not your first rodeo.
4: <laughs> no, no. Um, but that's, that's, you know, I was a stage actor and crawled up on stage at eight and had a theater company and doing my thing and then 40 movies into it. And I talk about this on stage of... of of what life was like, I would get like, for instance, when I did Rush Hour Two and I played the Gay Versace salesman. That's right. <laughs> I I was offered the role of the saleswoman, and it was one line: "May I help you?" And so that was my career. And I would, you know, you you write out a monologue as if you're doing the lead in the movie when you only have one line. And so on the day, if there's a pause, you just launch into your stuff, and it's awkward in the moment because I go, "What are you doing?" And then. It, when they're looking at rushes, they're looking at dailies, and they're going, "Wait a minute, this stuff works," and we need some comedy here, and that's how you get it. No one's gonna hand you anything. I'm not. Look at me. I'm not any one type. Yeah. You don't know how old I am. I'm not any. You know what I mean? So like, there was no never any lane for me. I never visually was like, "Oh yeah, he's the right guy for this role." It's like, no. You take whatever you're given and take a scrap and make a meal out of it. And I did that for 40 movies until. I got the entourage break, and you have to be. You're going to get a break. You just have to be ready for your moment.
1: And yeah, well, I, ready. I, I had, I'd seen an interview uh, with you where you said that some kid had come up to you and said, "Hey, I'm a douchebag because of you." <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, right. Like I, I I like I emulate Ari Gold. And are you insulted when somebody goes, "How much of Ari Gold really is you?" Well, now, Ari Gold was a douchebag. Right.
4: Yeah, he was. I mean, you know, you know, you know what's you know what's interesting is that, and for whatever reason, we're, and I've traveled the world. We're one of the only cultures, and I I wonder why. You know, I think it's because of our reality TV. I think, it, you know, we we have this interesting culture right now. In other countries, they know. Oh, okay. Like when I was doing Mister Selfridge for four years over there, people would address me as you know Mister Piven. Uh, you know, they they know. In that culture, if you want to be an actor, they're all about tough love. You have to do it in the proper way. Mm-hmm. You go to drama school, you study, you work, and you do it. And that was, you know, that's my background and whatnot. And over here, you can be discovered at a mall, mm-hmm. and suddenly, you know, Ryan Seacrest is producing your new reality yeah. show, and it's game on. Uh-huh. So I think when when people see me, and I played the, the character of Ari Gold authentically, and they think, oh, my God, yeah, I listen, I emulate what you do, and I'm a reactive douchebag, and it's because of you. You know, I have to be honored, even though it doesn't make any sense. And I think in my head, well, maybe you're doing a really nice job on your own, and you didn't need
1: me to be a douchebag, but thank you. I kind of pushed you along the way. brought it out of you. (laughs) You're
4: doing
5: quite well on your own. Yeah, but I
1: don't know if if you should be insulted or honored when somebody goes, man, how much Ari Gold really was Jeremy Piven?
4: Well, that that's what's fascinating. It's like why the, the, there's a huge compliment in there that it was so authentic that yeah. they think there's no way that's acting. But it's like not only was it acting, not only did Doug Ellen write every single word, not only did I have to be letter perfect on every, okay, so speech. you could
1: not improvise no, at all. No, no, no
4: kidding. So it's my job to make it improvisational, and all that hard work results in oh, that's probably just him. But by the way. You know, they're, they're, you know, that's part of our journey, you know, yeah. that, uh, and you know, um. Do you have to go, excuse me, that's not really me. You know what? I could say that for the rest of my life and it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like Shakespeare says, the lady doth protest too much. You know, I remember one time bringing my mom to dinner and we had this great dinner and afterwards we we're walking outside and there's like a bunch of flashes. Uh-huh. And my mom thought it was like lightning. Is it storming? No, mom, Those photographers and you know she's uh from chicago and came out to visit me and the next day in the in the papers it said you know jeremy piven was yelling at his mother so badly that you know everyone had to get up and leave oh my god and my mom (laughs) said to me what did i miss and i said no you didn't miss anything mom she goes well how could they print that and it's like this is just that's just it this is how we're this is how we navigate now it's things are different yeah and so i think i was an easy target because we all know an Ari Gold. There's an Ari Gold in every crew. The one that's mm-hmm. abrasive, the one that takes up all the oxygen. Who's and all that a, stuff. Who's
6: our Ari oh, Gold? It's clearly me. I mean, I think. So. No. Look at the intimidation. It's not me. Confidence. It's you. It's
2: not me. It's you. I, I, yes, yeah, I love you to death. That's you. I'm firm but fair. Firm but fair. <laughs> I love it. But so is Ari Gold. Yes, exactly.
4: I mean, if you think about it, he was a blowhard, but he was also monogamous. You know, to to Mrs. Ari. He had a heart. When he needed to have yes, one, yes, indeed, indeed. Um, I, I love playing the character. I do. I do bring him on stage a little bit because I know people really want to see him. So I do talk about I, the fact that I was running lines with my mother. Mm-hmm. So imagine everything I said is already gold. I said to my mother's face, right, which is wow.
1: weird and awkward. Yeah. Well, we uh, we in the past we've uh, we've had to fire a listener before. It just wasn't working out. Oh, okay. With us and the listener, right? It just was not. It was best we just went our separate ways, right? And stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I used this clip to fire them. You're fired.
4: And in case your ears are, <laughs> get the <laughs> out. Oh like that, my
1: god,
4: that's, that's you firing our listener, which is <laughs> you know what's so crazy? I'll tell you, coming for and what? And by the way, watch this transition, guys. In that scene that you just played, I'm firing a brilliant stand-up comedian named Brian Callen.
1: Oh yeah, we and, we've had on, on of the course, show. and he's a
4: genius. Uh huh. And I'm a stand-up basically because of Brian. Because ten years ago, um, I listened to my agent, and they said you have to you have to host the the biggest comedy festival in the world. And I was like, but I'm not a stand-up. Brian came with me, and was it the Montreal one? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we went there. I'll never forget. Never told this story. And and he goes, hey Bubba, let's uh let's go check out the venue. And I was like, sure, great uh and then we get get there and it's this enormous venue and he grabs the people as they're leaving and said hey I'm here with Jeremy what are his uh, obligations for tomorrow they're like well we're going live on TV he's going to be hosting uh he needs to do a quick 20 up top and he, goes, <laughs> and he goes he goes a quick 20 what 20 20 what 20 pushups yeah 20, yeah yeah 20 uh, burpees right 20 that um, you could do that i could do uh so he went white, and I went, what, "What's going on?" And then they said, "He's got seven comics to introduce, and he'll do a quick five around each comic. That's another thirty-five minutes." He he literally he almost fainted. He took me to dinner, and he was so calm. He said, "Here's what we're gonna do." You're going to get on stage and tell me a story right now that's funny. I go, I go uh, what kind of a story? Because goes, any story. I go, well, okay. My mom was my date at the Golden Globes. We ran into Meryl Streep, and my mom literally froze, and she couldn't. I've never seen my mom mom like this in my life. She couldn't move. And He goes, great, great, shut up. Tell me that story on stage. All you're going to do is tell, try to tell that story. For 20 minutes and you're going to keep getting interrupted by your phone by me he somehow coached me into 20 live minutes on tv now i've never told the story because no one would believe me and no comic would believe me but i was so green i was so dumb that ignorance is bliss that i did everything that he said and it worked and to this day it's the only clip of me doing stand up and it's embarrassing cuz there i am from 10 years ago uh-huh. it's not even stand up yeah. i learned i basically worked a bit out with brian the night before
1: brian callen is he's the gym teacher on the goldbergs he's been in here before so he's funny. hangover yeah, he's, yeah. he's he is one of the best that is a naturally funny funny guy
4: he's amazing He's amazing, and he has an incredible body. Just ask him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Brian
1: loves to take his shirt off. Him and Joe Rogan.
4: Yes, indeed. He's always on— And and Brian is is a brilliant stand-up who I would watch on stage, and Brian, to me, looks like a very funny, physical, comedic actor. And I thought, you know what? There's some room in there for me to do this. Mm -hmm. And so he's one of my inspirations and my heroes. And uh, so, you know, you'll see me tonight— just digging in, getting into the belly of the beast at the Helium. I don't know why you guys are promoting this for me. Why am I doing this myself? Are we actually on the, the air? Pro. What's no. going on you're right now?
1: we well, on the air for three hours without commercials. <laughs> I mean, obviously you're What's taking happening? this very seriously. Yeah. And this is, this is, uh, you know, for reals, stand-up show yeah. from Mr. Jeremy Piven. Yeah. Crazy. Tonight at Helium, he's got two shows tomorrow, 7.30 right. and 10 o'clock. Saturday, 7.30 30. And 10 o'clock. And then after the stand up thing is done, after you've kind of run this this tour, it's radio for you next. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, what else in show business is bro, there to do? I'm one, take tickets. Be- I'm
4: one beard away from being you. Be
7: <laughs> I. So I will, I, you
4: know what I mean? You're going to be yeah, making shrimp. sandwiches. Okay for the for the crew. You're doing
1: every single thing in show business there is to do. Yep.
4: Yes, we're going to do it. We're going to have a blast.
2: Yeah, and next um, is you're going to host America's funniest home videos. After that, you've done everything.
4: Yes, it? indeed. Yeah, take Saget's gig.
7: Yeah. What is your love to
2: do? Oh, what no. is your love to do for you? What is, what
4: other goals do you have? Oh, there's so many. I, I, you know what? In today's day and age, I want to be a blogger. I think money's in blogging, oh, right? Oh, I about you're seven years back, buddy.
6: <laughs> I think you're late on that. I'm a little late on. Yeah, that. now it's vlogging. It's the video blogs. Oh no, I, I meant
4: vlogging. Yeah, <laughs> he That's just misunderstood him. And a positive <laughs> blogger. You and know,
6: I got to say, my, my dad. Um, I, I, grew up with my dad being a m- just ridiculous movie fan, and uh, to him, like you know, the Belushi Animal House thing was uh, like a scene. It was a, uh, it was, it was yeah. a scene for his. Youth and his is early twenties and PCU came out and you you are my John Belushi PCU is my Animal House Thank and you. I you know that was like right when I think it was ninety three ninety four dead yeah mm. mm.
3: no 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 nice. no no no
6: PCU was like right when I started high school or right before I was going to high school is a great movie it was yeah. such a scene and such a thing and it, it always remind that movie always comes up in my brain when people are talking about. Um, uh, the you know colleges and political correctness and all that kind of jazz because they feel the the argument is always so fresh and so new. Look at these colleges and we were even talking about a college yesterday banning clapping for for trigger purposes.
4: Well, the, you know there should be a legal use of celebration. Let's be honest. <laughs> now we, gonna we, use you know what jazz there is hands there is in the NFL. You know we got to we got to bring it down a bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, jazz think, hands. But
6: but PCU yeah.
4: and your character like are are
6: all after that just like. Everybody's after it now, just like yeah, Animal House is after it. No, then. you're
4: absolutely right. I think it's time for like uh, maybe a reboot of that movie. We need we need that right now because we're we're in some dangerous territory mm-hmm. right now. Everyone's living in extremes, and it's a crazy time. It's a very very crazy time. So, but thank you, I appreciate yeah, it. Just, you you well, just like
1: just like you and very bad things, Jeff killed a
2: hooker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a connection you guys have. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. I, I remember one time Nobody going. Nobody's hey, missing Bro, her. nobody's missing her. But no one, no one screams.
4: No one screams this at you in a restaurant. Bro, are you the dude that killed the hill hooker in the bathroom? <laughs> oh, like, oh no, no, which have you seen that movie? Very oh, bad thing. That things? was a oh fictional character. Yeah. No, the fictional that,
1: that scene when, when her, her. Thank you, sir. Bring it down. When her head
2: goes into the hook. Oh, dear God. Did that happen?
6: Yeah. Somebody yelled that across the restaurant.
4: Yeah, I mean, pe-
2: people get confused. <laughs> they
4: get
6: confused, like, so funny.
4: Like in in Smoking Aces. I mean, think about the cast of Smoking Aces that oh, I Christopher did. Walken. Chris, no, Christopher no, Wa- Chris no, Walken. Walken. Uh, what, what, Oh, he was, was
6: there. Was you just didn't see him, Jeremy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that'd be amazing if <laughs> Who he you was, was in. Of? A, what would, no, but I mean, just see with uh... But
4: in Smoking Aces, you've got Ryan Reynolds, yeah. you've got Common, you have got Alicia Keys, oh, then Ben you were Affleck. Thinking, I get Common and Christopher Walken always. Oh my God, they're they're the same person. Yeah, Christopher. Have you Walken, ever seen him in the
1: same place at the same time? I haven't. Time? I don't think so.
4: <laughs> yeah, Christopher Walken's freestyle
1: is unparalleled. <laughs> what the hell movie am I thinking about? I don't know, man. Where they kidnap Christopher Walken. Oh,
4: that's like seven oh, douchebags in a dummy yeah, bag? Yeah, I seven don't know. psychopaths. I, there you no, go. no, that
1: wasn't it. They, they kidnap Christopher Walken. He's oh my the mob God. guy. This
4: is the sound of people turning gotta the channel. We got to okay, work this out. What happened in Smoking Aces? Uh, smoking smoke aces. aces. I had an actor come up to me and say, "Bro, you want to do some blow?" And I was like, "Oh no, I don't do blow." He goes, "No, I've seen you do it." I go, "Are you talking about smoking aces?" He goes, "Yeah." I go, "That's that's a fictional character." I, I mean, it's it's so interesting that in that movie I was snorting powdered vitamin C mm-hmm. and I used you know like contact lenses that made my eyes look bloodshot. It's like, brother, thank you so much, but that's just acting. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, like, you it's know, not real. I, I, I've seen him do drugs. Right.
7: I've seen you do drugs. So
1: baby. <laughs> think, I was thinking Suicide Kings. Suicide Kings, kings and aces. There, there you go. go. It's a card
0: there thing. Thing. Two yeah. words. It's a card thing. Very good. I'm glad right.
4: that you took the time to. Make he did realize, he did it for
5: me. <laughs> okay, I am telling you I, and you can ask oh, these yeah. fellas I, the goods is is probably the hardest I've laughed at a movie in that, a really long is, time. That is
1: Casablanca, by the I, way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I I can't,
5: I cannot every time that I see that movie, I'm like, "Up, oh, I'm going to pass out at some point during this whole thing." I mean, the, I
4: mean that was the Yeah. Car salesman on the road. I mean, that had a lot of great stand-ups in it. If you think about yeah, it, Dr. Ken's back doing stand-up, Craig Robinson's oh, killing the game. Yeah. I'd Craig say I, Robinson,
1: he represents uh, Craig Robinson as a DJ. <laughs> with We got Bo Bice's brother, brother Eric, Eric Bice. Bice. Come
5: on. <laughs> Don't forget American Idol's very own Bo Bice's brother, <laughs> Eric, will be here. <laughs>
4: that is amazing. Is.
5: <laughs> DJ Request, spin something to get these people amped. Nobody tells DJ Request what to play.
7: <laughs> oh, my
4: God. Oh, he Bro, knows it. You know it better back. than I do. That's I amazing. Love and love he was it. in it. Sell the metal. Sell the metal. Sell the metal. For the 11 people that have seen the goods,
1: yeah. they're freaking out yeah. right you now. We got four in here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. oh, no, that, that's, that's dull, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, that fantastic. When Will Ferrell falls from the airplane, uh, <laughs> plane. <laughs> come on, man. Ain't no better Citizen Kane. Get the hell out of here. Christopher Walken
2: was in that, exactly. too. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. that. No, no, he no. may have been. I'm not sure. Chris He's Walken, seen it,
1: though. He loves it.
4: Chris Walken's going to be at Helium tonight.
2: <laughs> You know you're yeah. a big deal when you say Chris Walken.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chris walking. It's yeah. like Bobby De Niro. Well, when yeah. he
2: leaves, we'll say, "Yeah, Bobby. we were with Jer earlier." Yeah,
1: with <laughs> yeah. Jer-, Jer. Piven. Yeah, we're, Jer- we're boys now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go see Jeremy Piven tonight at Helium, eight yes. o'clock. Two shows tomorrow: seven thirty, ten o'clock, seven thirty, and ten o'clock. And, and on by the Saturday. way, afterwards,
4: we're doing meet and greets, kids. Nice. We're taking pictures. Oh, sweet! We're doing videos. We're doing selfies. Uh, But you've got to get at it now because we will be sold out. Yeah. Show's going to sell. For sure. No doubt.
1: HeliumComedy.com for all the details. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Huge fans. Huge fans. It's a real honor to have. I mean, a Golden Globe guy. He's an Emmy. Where do you keep your awards?
4: Uh, Don't say the bathroom, please. No, I'm not going to be that guy. No, I, you know, for years didn't have a shelf for them, but now I actually have a shelf. So I put it up there on my shelf, and it's in, they're actually in my living room. I think, I think it's yes. so insulting. When yeah. Somebody
1: goes, I keep my Emmys and my Golden Globes in my bathroom. Right. You know how hard people work on that? Yeah. Like, to get that kind of stuff and to be recognized like that, and you keep your awards in the bathroom?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's slightly pretentious to Very say pretentious. It, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. But anyone who says that they wouldn't want to be recognized for hard work is maybe not being honest. But I will yeah. say there are guys that are authentic, like Dave Chappelle, who recently gave his Emmy to the high school yeah. that he went to. And that's that's I saw real. that, but that's, that's a real that's thing. really cool. That is pretty cool. That's amazing. He also
1: donated a lot of money to that school for that arts program. Yeah, that they have there. So yeah, he,
4: they, they. That
1: that's a guy that walks the walk.
4: Mm-hmm. He does indeed. He's pretty inspired mm-hmm. I like keep God. my,
1: you know, I keep my uh, my Oscar where I go to the bathroom. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, it's in a storage locker somewhere. Okay, cool. you are cool. I believe that more than the bathroom thing. That's just right. uh, that's a, a dick thing to say, but not just me. That's me. Yeah. I'm i sen- I'm a sensitive guy. Right. That's it.
4: Yeah, you you are indeed. Are you guys gonna be making it out to Helium, by the way? I, I would gonna like see to this on screen? Friday. Yes. Yeah, I'm
6: trying to on Saturday. I would yeah. like okay. to on Friday. Great. Arrange, we gotta get babysitters. we can arrange it's somebody to watch my kids.
4: <laughs> let's get some nannies. Let's get it going. Now, dude, we're yeah. gonna
1: paint the town. Let's get crazy. Let's you know what. Let's get crazy. You guys want to go on? All right, play? let's yeah. get crazy. Not you. Why not? not you. <laughs> we'll have some <such> dope <laughs> beverages. We'll laugh. Yeah. Right? I'll watch everybody's
2: kids. How's that? <laughs> That's definitely not happening. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Not even Hard allowed. Pass. You're not allowed. Hard was, pass. The charges pass. were dropped. <laughs>
1: show on 105.7 The Point. So we just had Jeremy Piven in here and everybody's eating ribs now. That's a Thursday on The Riz Show. That's a good day. Yeah, Jeremy Piven was here. Pappy's uh, delivered ribs. I mean, come on. Now here's the thing about Jeremy Piven. I thought he was awesome. Really nice guy. And my worry is when I have somebody in that I'm such a fan of, like I hope they had a good time Like while they were here. Like I hope he doesn't leave here and go, man, that Riz guy and his show. Right. Well, he's going to say, a,
6: man, that Riz guy, the show's great.
1: What a waste of time that was. <laughs> the rest of those guys were awesome. I think he had a good time. All right, good. Yeah. I, he looked genuinely like he was. I could have had him on for an hour. Yeah, good stories. He could come in any time, honestly. Uh, today's a holiday. I got you guys ribs. Okay, what's the holiday? It's uh, National Taco Day.
2: Okay, that's an odd choice <laughs> of a gift. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I really feel like there's a missed opportunity this not being on a Tuesday.
2: Yeah, seriously. Point. Yeah,
1: it's National Taco Day, which means there are free tacos everywhere. Isn't every kind of day every every day kind of like National Taco Day? But anyway, (laughs) uh, the good news is that a bunch of uh, big Mexican food chains are giving away free tacos today. Except for Taco Bell, uh, their Taco Day promotion is that they're selling gift sets where you could pay five bucks to buy four tacos for a friend.
2: All right, that's weird, but okay. That's
1: their thing. Do you know anybody that does not like tacos? Not off the top of my head, no.
6: I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, they're totally tolerable, but the whole, the whole the whole marketing crap behind it is is just a little. Uh, I don't
1: know. You know what I went the other day? On uh, after, no, in fact, after we left uh, Oktoberfest, St. Charles Oktoberfest, Mission Taco.
6: Mm. Yeah, at, I love uh, Mission Taco. Uh,
1: and that that new St. Charles where the arc was. Streets of St. Streets of St. Charles. Of <laughs>
6: I found my thing with Mission Taco. There was something that I got there a couple times cons- um, uh, consistently that I was like, "Hey, this is all right." And then last time I went, I don't remember what it was, but I switched it up and game changer. What I think it was the uh, the tortilla. Or so- something about it was just a total They're game legit. changer. Yeah, oh yeah, it was great. They're legit. You guys, uh, you guys, hard taco, soft taco. Ah, uh, it depends. See, that's the thing. I'm a soft taco guy, but you get the wrong thing, and why am I even eating?
1: This See, I'm soft taco.
6: I'm 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 I'm. Yeah, I'm thinking about...
2: Yeah, I'm soft taco every time. Every time, huh? Yeah.
6: Hard taco's a safer bet. Soft taco has a bigger reward, potential.
2: I like to do both. I like to have a choice. When we do them at home, we do both. Do you do both at once? You can do both at once, which yeah, I've the, done. The double-decker.
1: The double-decker. Like double double decker. Decker. Uh, I have never you done You put oh. the soft taco around the hard one.
5: The double decker taco at uh, t- here we go. Listen, okay.
1: Remember, guys, beans, remember, with t- the refried beans with the layer of refried t- beans t- t- as out. a glue. Stop it. Or you go guacamole as a glue, or sour cream as a glue. There's, there's no you missed one. You go to Taco
5: Bell and you get their double decker taco, which is a hard taco, beans on the outside, soft shell with the taco fixings in the middle. Make sure no, you get it's it-
1: it's hard. It's soft taco beans, hard taco. No, it's not. Who, the who is the soft tacos from? on the
2: outside? Yeah, that's what I said. That's what he said. I thought
1: we we were working outside in. No, I was working inside out. he's working inside (laughs) out.
5: Say the same thing. thing. All right, right, so don't argue on tacos So here we go. Here we go. You get get your double-decker taco supreme, Uh okay? So it's the hard taco, the taco stuff inside of it. You get your sour cream, your cheese, all that good stuff. Normally what they would do is they would put the beans and then wrap it in the soft taco. Mm -hmm. You say, hold those beans, give me some nacho cheese. Oh, Yeah. And that is what they call the jammer.
1: That's gilding the lily. You don't need it. I what like do the you layer. Mean you I think the it. layer of beans balances it. But you are, not just me. You haven't lived. More than ninety-five percent of Americans say they like tacos. Tacos or burritos. What do you think? Uh, I go burritos over tacos.
6: Mm-hmm. Uh, for cleanliness, Great.
1: yeah, burritos. Seventy-one percent prefer tacos over burritos. Three quarters of us eat them at least once a month, and the. Um, the most popular fillings are carne asada. Then you got the barbacoa. Then you got chicken, pork, chorizo. Yeah, the chorizo at Mission Taco is the jammer, spicy, but good. I'm usually out on chorizo. I don't know why. I'm just out. And the least popular filling is uh, lengua, which is uh, cow tongue. In case you were wondering. I'll see why? I just that?
6: I always forget to flip the menu. That's always on the backside.
1: The lengua, yeah,
6: <laughs>
1: la
5: lengua. You'd be the one to get that, though.
6: No, no. I mean, you ever have cow tongue?
3: No,
1: it's not great.
6: Yeah, I did in um, hard pass. What's it like in Japan? Oh, it's uh, it's kind of. It's, it's all I would salty. say chewy, but it's but it's um, it's chewy in a really hard way.
5: Isn't it? Isn't it kind of like uh, I? I thought Again. I've heard somebody describe it as yeah. like frozen brown schwager. Oh, I love it Oh, Some oh it does have
6: a grind to
5: it. And it's like, but it's not like, as it, bad as you almost, think like, it would when, be. You, when you cut it, it almost looks like you're scooping
1: ice cream. <sighs> mm, no. Depending on how you cook it. And that's no, how I saw it. Like uh, at a Jewish deli, you get a, a tongue sandwich, and they, they'll they cut it thin.
6: Yeah, see, that's a completely different vibe than I had. I had a Japanese traditional. Oh uh, no,
1: this is like cut it thin, kind of put it on a sandwich with mustard on
2: rye. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one in the room that likes Braunschweiger? No. Oh, you're a fan? I love it. I absolutely okay. love it. How do you do it? Uh, depend, bagel or white bread,
5: and you put a piece of cheese and mayo. Okay.
2: I do cheese, mayo, tomato. So Red onion do, for you? Oh, absolutely. Red onion I don't do the fixings.
6: I'm in on red onions now. That was uh, something I rebelled yeah. against for 30. Although I had a salad, right? the, had a salad the
1: other day. Yeah. Yeah. I had a salad the other day. It was a Greek salad, uh-huh. and they had too many red onions on it, and it was way too overpowered. Really, yeah. I have never way
2: overpowering ever gone. Oh, too many red onions. You know, you know, red,
6: red onions is like the natural menthol. You eat too many of them, your eyes feel like they're like it just cold. it
2: took away from the whole
1: thing. I had to take them out.
6: Hmm. Huh.
1: You know what it was? They were they weren't cut thin enough.
6: Well, that's a big deal. Yeah, you want to see through them again?
1: I want to see through them. Yeah, I, listen, I like my things a certain way. All right, final break of the morning. We'll be back and wrap it up.
3: Rizzuto. All
1: right, that is it for us. Donny Fandango next. Donny, good morning. Hey, Don. What do you on, six or seven there?
2: Uh, 11.
1: Is that six? Turn them
2: all on. Fire six. them up. And they're all on. Okay, six. that's Let's six. Go with six. Fire them up. That, you're on two. Test three. Two, I'm on four, three, four five, five six. six. Okay, six. <laughs> Try six. Fire them up. <laughs> Sorry
1: about hey, that. Hey, guys. That's ah, all good. No, how are you? Uh, Donnie is off tomorrow. Off to Texas. Yeah, man. Look at this
7: guy. Yeah, go.
1: go. I'm ready to go. And it's only, there's only a 60% chance of rain all three days of the festival. (laughs) That's all good. 40% not. (laughs) Right. You know me, I'm a glass half full guy. Now you're going to uh, Austin City Limits. Yep. Which is a big kind of music fest down there. Mm Mm-hmm. And a lot of
2: huge bands playing. Yeah, man. Uh, tomorrow night, the headliner's Paul McCartney. Ooh, uh, I've I'm, heard of him. I've I'm, I'm, I'm never seen a Beatles, so I'm excited about this. <laughs> you know what? When a, somebody leaves a band and sings solo, it's just not the same. It's not, not the same. It's just uh, get it. Metallica on Saturday night Ooh. will be the,
1: uh, the headliner there. And then Sunday night was supposed to be Childish Gambino, but he had to cancel all of his tour dates. So all it'll right. be Arctic Monkeys. So I'll get to see those dudes again. And uh, a ton of bands in between. Ah, but awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Why I he, hope you have a great time. Why thank did you.
6: Childish uh, Gambino cancel? Is like, a cool broke story broke his or leg that? or something? Yeah, Ooh. broke his leg,
1: broke oh, his ankle, something like that. Medical. Something like that. Oh, puss. Yeah, but tomorrow, who do we got doing the uh, real or fake results? I believe Mono Tim. Will oh, be thank childish God. Gambino. Mono Tim. <laughs> <laughs> what are, hey, Jeremy Piven's going to come back and do <laughs> the real or fake results. How about Jeremy Piven today? Uh, He's unbelievable. Awesome. Yeah, I want to thank him for... Coming in and spending about a half hour with us. See him at Helium tonight and this weekend. HeliumComedy.com. How about (laughs) Pappies? Pappies for the Ribs. Pappies for the Ribs, celebrating 10 years in the business. Hit up their website. They're doing a whole bunch of uh, charitable endeavors. Local charities. And we love Pappies. I love Rib Tips. (laughs) I want it to smell like this in here all the time. If we we could bottle this. (laughs) All the time. Just bottle this up and uh, sell it. We could do that. Don't forget to vote for the Craigslist Freak of the Week at our Twitter page at RIZZ Show. We'll have the winner tomorrow morning when we sign on. A big thanks to John Patrico for coming in. thanks, John, as always. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz Moon.
6: It's a super busy day. Of course, Jeremy Piven, Freak of the Week, sports, crap on celebrities. Uh, we had an update to Amazon, cutting their bonus and the stock benefits uh, with that uh, $15 minimum wage uh, raise yesterday. A cheerleader tried to bribe kids for homecoming queen votes by handing out pot brownies. And uh, I think uh, I think Burton voted for her. There's a whole <laughs> bunch of other <laughs> stuff up there Twice. and some food news that we ended with. 1057thepoint.com. And find out why the podcast is titled, Jeremy Piven, A Beard Away From Being You.
1: Uh, Friday, moon, tomorrow, Creepy World. That's right. From 7 to 9 o'clock Saturday, Jeff is at the...
7: (laughs) (laughs) Go on. Go on, say it.
1: I'm trying to do this seriously. (laughs) What I was going to say was... uh,
2: Creepy World is...
1: Is Jeff's trunk. There you go. <laughs> but the it's actual creepy cr- world in Fenton, tomorrow with Moon from uh, 7 to 9. Saturday, Burton is at the Lemp Brewery. Yes, sir. From 7, seven to 9. 7 to 9 o'clock. And then uh, join Patrico for some football fun at DBs in Soulard starting at noon. Don't forget to make your picks for the Riz Show Pick'em Challenge. Mm-hmm. Tonight, it's the Patriots and Colts. You oh, got it. I believe. 1057thepoint.com. Slash picks. The Riz Show Eat and Treat at the Chesterfield Amphitheater on October the 20th. Five bucks to get in. Kids under 11 are free. Proceeds benefit. Maryville University's Kids Rock Cancer. 1057thepoint.com. Slash eat and treat for all the info. All right. Tomorrow, we'll have fake results. Friday, fail stories. We'll blow out the rest of our prizes. A lot of fun tomorrow. Mm-hmm. As always, the big Friday show. Alright, we'll leave you with a selection from our team Riz member of the day. Shout now, Greg Shooty, one more time. Yeah, He's yeah, 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 He's a <laughs> what a great song this is. Yeah, yeah, great yeah, pick yeah, here. Yeah. I love this one. It's aerobic fish and their, yes. their song about beer called vodka. Crazy now.
3: Alright, see you
1: tomorrow bye. bye.
3: This is the Rizzuto Show podcast. Powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.